0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the co-optional podcast for the 12th of January in the magical year of 2016.
1: Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody.
0: Magical? magical. I hope Hello. it's going to be magical. Hello, everybody. It'll we'll probably suck. It'll be mundane like every other year.
2: Don't say that. Yeah, you don't, don't know. Don't say
0: that. I'm, I'm just not known for being a very positive person. I don't <laughs> know if you've realized by now. I mean, you don't know me all what? that well, That's Jesse. That's true.
1: All right. all right. According to my brother, my brother and me, this year is supposed to be twenty sixteen, building bridges. So this is the year where we're gonna fi- fix stuff in our lives. I want you all and to that leave. That will improve we'll them.
0: Leave now for that. <laughs> that is- why
2: not? Why? Why I wasn't? It. Why wait? Hold on. Why wasn't twenty fifteen, 2015,
1: 2016? and well, wait, this year is twenty fifteen? 20- because twenty fifteen was twenty grifteen. The con is on. No, nope, that's stupid. It should have been. It should have been. <laughs>
2: Should have been going. 20. 2016 was 2015, and this year's 2016, where the sex is on.
1: I, I like mean, that could that could have happened. That was that was definitely brought up in the debate on their episode where they debated what this year was. Well, going to all right. So at least one of them's smart. I figure. I think because last year was 2015, the con is on. They wanted this year to be like all of those bridges that you burned by conning everybody in your life. Now you got to fix those bridges. <laughs>
0: That That, seems like a self-inflicted problem.
2: Yeah, that's that's the... No, no.
1: Why the hell did you do that? If you fix yourself,
2: then, because you love yourself more, trust me, you're going to get some because of that. Which means the next year is 16. From yourself, (laughs) sure. Whatever. Whatever. 2016. (laughs) It makes sense. Y'all's crazy.
0: You know, when you said... My Brother, My Brother and Me. I assumed you actually meant your brothers.
1: I... No, that is a podcast. I, okay, I'm not that's familiar great. with that podcast. It's I'm a like, comedy podcast that's fantastic. This is the
2: only podcast where, where other where we promote heavily other podcasts. Podcast.
1: <laughs> Here's this other podcast we I just, love, guys. I just Look,
0: assumed like, that you and your family would be the kind of people that would debate made-up movie years. That oh, just sounds I mean, like something that would happen.
3: See, I actually assumed that, too, because my family totally would do that. Yeah, so I just, yeah, yeah, was totally there with you. Absolutely would have
1: but in my family it just turned out it wasn't mine
0: that did that. Our special guest for the show today is the one and only Anna Prosser Robinson. No hyphen. Welcome to the show.
3: (laughs) Thank you very much. Why do be uh, here.
0: Absolutely. This is the
3: only podcast I know of in the whole world. Uh, Yeah. Oh
2: really? That's what I hear.
3: That's what I hear.
0: True enough you know. I I think it might be the only podcast that exists actually.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As far as I know.
0: Yeah. We
2: invented yeah. the term
3: podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you should patent it real quick. Make we, sure no one else uses it. We, we yeah, probably
0: should. Yeah. I mean, I'm you're you're
3: all, Yeah. I mean, trademarking all terms boss.
0: like that always goes well. So, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. I've heard it's a really smart thing to do.
0: Indeed. Mm-hmm i to tell That's the viewers a little bit here. about your role at the moment because you were recently hired by Twitch. So yeah. technically, you're now the man, and we are working for you. I am
3: technically the cool. brand by the man. I have the purple hoodie. Yeah, actually, it's kind of weird because I was at Good Game Agency, which owns Evil Geniuses yep. and Alliance, and they were purchased by Twitch over a year ago. So I've been working in the Twitch building for over a year, but I just now fully assimilated into the wow. fold. Yeah, so now I'm programming manager for Twitch, which means I work. Um, my my direct manager is DJ Wheat, which is super fun, and so we just handle all like original content that comes out of Twitch. So Twitch Weekly and all the event broadcasts that we do, and all the content that we produce for Twitch on Twitch is is our purview, and it's really really fun so far. Question.
1: No, me first. Um, high five. Oh, I don't know. Me, sure. me first. Me okay. first. Before, before beauty, first. Dodger. Eight no, before beauty. What what happened to your thumb? <laughs> dang it <laughs> i was trying not to show that i, I thought <laughs> it's
3: been a real challenge right because i was like i'm gonna be on the co-optional podcast so i'm just gonna use that as an excuse to play tons of video games i got bit really bad by a dog not one of my dogs a friend's I was gonna say, dog. that was
0: embarrassing Wait, was just it on
3: the no th- yeah he he caught like the end of my why thumb sti- and it- why are
2: you sticking your thumb in dog's face i did <laughs> what are you what are you doing
3: puppy I, I feel like I'm really good at dogs. Like, I can read their body language pretty well. And I was like, that dog is like. upset. My talents include dogs. Yeah, I'm-, I'm good at dogs. And so I reached down, I'm like, this dog doesn't look like he's nasty or anything. I reached down, and it was like the fastest little dog I've ever seen. Just, <laughs> and it just. I was a little dog. On. So you can't
0: trust little dogs. Yeah. Absolutely not. Got to get nice, big dogs. You know, if they're not more than 100 pounds, they can't be trusted. That's what I've said.
3: But it did serious damage. Like I'm not I mean it, yeah. it looks like just a little band-aid or something, but I, I couldn't play any video games until like a few days ago because it hurt to even press on anything. Oh, <laughs>
1: you poor thing.
3: <laughs> I know it was like of all of the injuries I could get, I could break my leg and still do my job just fine. But you mess with <laughs> my thumb and I cannot do my job. It was it was hard. That, but that I'm okay now. Enough. Thank you for asking.
0: <laughs> Jesse, was your question also related to the injury or it was. <laughs> I can't believe you both like it noticed was that exactly. so quickly. i
3: concerned. Thank you. Yeah, That's yeah. always good. <laughs>
0: Jesse, of course, you probably also know Anna quite well from the hosting of various Heroes of the Storm events.
2: I do.
3: Yep. I spent most of the last year hosting Heroes of the Storm and previously hosted a lot of StarCraft and yep. a lot of kind of the general release you know, E3, Comic-Con, PAX-type circuits and things like that. So I do a lot of on-camera work as well, which translated well into my new full-time job. So I do hosting on weekends and e- days on either side, and then I'm in the Twitch office other than that. And then at nighttime, I run Misclicks, which is a, a channel here on Twitch um, that has various shows, most notably probably D&D and Heroes of the Storm show, and then try to stream a little bit on my own as well if I have time. That is,
0: that is a lot of stuff that you do. Yeah. More than most, I would say. <laughs>
3: um, and I try to sleep sometimes, too. I try to do that.
1: Ever since you started uh, taking a crack at DMing, I've been getting so much shit from oh, Steven really? and Adam. Yeah, they're like, look! Anna's doing it! She sacked up! <laughs> I was just like... Oh, it was so fun. Oh. You gotta try it. I wanna do it so bad, but I'm so... do it! Don't do it! You're worried. a character!
2: You're not in charge. Don't don't take the reins. Don't.
1: Hey, don't you just don't, don't want to be, be in my way. world, Jesse. You don't want to be in the yeah. world that I could create.
2: I would rule the world you created. I would own it. Whatever world you created, I would immerse myself within its its Animu cat girl weird fetish world uh-huh. and I would own it. I know you too well.
3: <laughs> That's what's so great about it. My animals started being made of candy and things. It was like, you know, yeah. you can do whatever you want.
1: It's full oh. adventure time with it.
3: hmm It was very adventure time.
1: <laughs> 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 no, I made it up all by myself. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. So, I'm going to do it one day but and your are really inspiration took- is what I'm trying to say.
3: I started actually with uh, with Dungeon World. Because it's a little less uh-huh. complex numbers-wise, and it really—that's what got me into it. Because it's very forgiving. Yeah. And then, then I moved on to the harder ones.
1: Oh, I thought TB was gonna pull an us, because I saw his face getting closer and closer and closer to the no. microphone, and I thought he was gonna do one of no, our shitty like. No, no, shitty, no, no, like, no,
0: I wanted to introduce our other stupid. guest host for the <laughs> show today, um, Cherno Alpha. Oh, welcome what? to
1: the show. Oh, my.
0: It's, uh, wow. I, I may have slightly overdone it. It, it's, I didn't quite expect it to be this size.
1: It lights up.
0: It does, yeah. Uh, it actually has lights in the chest as well, but I've got to get a tiny screwdriver to open the thing to fix that. So I had to order <laughs> new screwdrivers. I feel like I, every time I use a screwdriver, it then gets lost and I can never find it again. <laughs> I don't know where they've all gone. I'm pretty sure I own several actually, sets of screwdrivers.
1: It's the same for me. I lose screwdrivers rapidly, and I don't know how it happens.
2: Also, uh, let us remember the two Russians who piloted that. Rest in peace. Rest May in they use. never be forgotten.
1: Rip.
0: Amen. 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 The Russians—they the, they died for us. Those four Russians. Poor Russians. They, the cutie
2: Russians. Died. They died to prevent the apocalypse. It wasn't happening. It wasn't even going to happen. Did no you apocalypse.
0: know? Did you know in the canon that husband and wife uh, Jaeger piloting team uh, liked to listen to Ukrainian hard house? While they were piloting the mech, I am not kidding. That is canon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds right.
3: Yeah. Well, of course we knew that, Total Biscuit. Well,
0: why would n- we not? Naturally. I mean, why would you Duh. not know obscure Pacific Rim Canada?
2: <laughs> look, I'm just excited we, we're finally going to get another.
0: But, I like it. Uh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Wait. I'm hating to break the bad news to you, Jesse, but there was an article a couple of days ago, I think, on GameSpot nope. that said it had been indefinitely canceled. <laughs> don't make I don't trust
2: GameSpot. I, I only trust I mean, GameStop, not GameSpot. No, <laughs> no. Nope, nope. <laughs> oh,
0: my GameStop. God. Three hours ago. Quite literally, this was four days ago that they posted this. Three hours ago, it's
2: the Jesse Cox. It's not fucking happening, asshole.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Three hours ago, Pacific Rim Two is still going, according to director Guillermo del Toro on Twitter. You are.
2: Pac Rim Two cancelled.
0: Don't believe everything you read. It's still going, and I'll remain with it one way or another. Says Guillermo okay. del Toro, who we have all met. And he was him. amazing, by the and way.
2: He, he confused he was such a me cutie pie. for someone much more important. I felt really good about it. He was like, "I think my daughter watches your stuff." I was like, "Sure, yeah, all right." I accept yeah, that.
0: She does. <laughs> a, yeah, she does such a cool. Like he had great stories. He's got obviously his life story is quite tragic. Like he's an incredibly talented guy, and he keeps getting screwed over by companies like Konami. So I'm in full support of him. I I refuse to let Guillermo del Toro's talent be wasted here. This is. I'm really glad that it looks like this is back on course because that movie oh, was great. Back, uh, I think it was um, was it? Oh yeah, it was the the Honest Film Trailers guys, um, the Screen Junkies guys that said uh, it is the uh, like the the most awesome dumb movie or the dumbest awesome movie, like one way <laughs> yeah, or the other. But it's yeah. one of those things.
3: Yes, that's what I kept it trying to it- explain to people. I was like you. That's what I wanted from this movie. I wanted it to be dumb and cool. That's yeah. exactly what I wanted.
2: It was both. In of was, keeping yeah. with that tradition, I demand that at the start of the new movie, Rob Kaczynski explode through a portal and he actually is alive. That's my that's my one I want that. That
0: that, that's that dumb would and cool. c- considering what happened in that movie, no spoilers, that would be a tricky thing to have happen, but we'll nope. see. Nope, he he <laughs> it turns out he had a
2: twin. Ah, of and course. The twin lived in the alien dimension. Done. Easy, yeah. simple. I and he's also an alien. Rob, since bits. he plays an alien twin. Oh my god.
1: Ah, oh, some gravity falls. Holy Hollywood: Oh my.
0: Welcome oh. to the Crossroads oh. Podcast. We occasionally talk about video games and sometimes oh, yeah. giant robots, which are, to be fair, inextricably interconnected. That's not something that we can really separate. I feel we haven't had enough giant robot games lately. I feel though, there's actually been a specific lack of them.
1: A specific the lack, good like, I don't specific know, a lack. lack. Not just a lack to a spe- keep them from you.
0: <laughs> yes, I do I believe this. There is a conspiracy going on here to deny does me. Does
2: Xenosaga count?
0: Uh, I guess it does a bit.
1: I think it does.
0: Um Chroma good Squad from term, last no, year counts, definitely. I mean Chroma Squad counts in more ways than one, because it's quite literally a Power Rangers RPG. For <laughs>
1: all totally. intents and purposes. But it, but it wasn't like a it wasn't like a you are being a mech. And going and defeating things in battle. No, you can but, be. I mean, you, you can not, be, but like, but it's not. That's not like what the game is, though, right?
0: It's mostly fighting in your kind of Power Rangers suits. But then at the end of it, there's usually a boss fight. But if where you you're, nail you're, it, you're, then
1: you can become a. a yeah,
0: you all transform yeah. into a giant robot made out of cardboard boxes and duct tape and punch the hell out <laughs> of this other thing. I mean, Transformers 2D, came out this year. I guess you could kind of count that, and I think it was an Armored Core release this year. Two D
2: robots were my is the year that we're
1: actually talking about. Yeah be Could be, you could be this robots. Year.
0: Not, not yet, kill, no, not
2: kill Mayans who worshipped you. That was a thing.
0: That is true. So I mean, that May- happened. So maybe I'm wrong. Actually, we did actually have a decent number of giant robots last year.
3: Yeah, cool. So, actually, it's a conspiracy on your part to discount all the giant robot games. I that am disavowing came out. any knowledge of the giant robot yeah. games. I'm
0: pushing a narrative that suggests we don't have any giant robot games. Can we get more? Mm-hmm. Basically, what I'm saying is You're giant so robots tricky. are underrepresented and that we need more of them.
1: In the workplace. <laughs> in the workplace.
0: Oh my god, yes. Okay. This, is me
3: miss- <laughs> this is making me miss D.Va in Overwatch.
1: Oh God! was Overwatch
0: in general, right? Can we never. Yeah. yeah,
2: let's not
1: talk about Can it. Can we not do
0: that? Makes... We're just, we're just sad. <laughs> it's
1: making but... me sad. A moment of silence, rip for. Yeah. Overwatch the said it's coming
0: back this month, but we haven't heard a peep out of them yet. Mm. I we'll hope it comes right back, now, and it's had a lot of changes. Let me put it that way. That would be oh, great. Oh, chat.
2: We do not need an Ava game. Oh my God. Let's never. That would be the most like weird, depressing Animu game that
0: ever existed. Oh,
1: an Evangelion game. Yeah, oh,
2: never never please no thank no.
1: you
0: no, no thank you. thanks no thank you that's that sounds like a terrible idea well, once the Corrupt Shulk podcast we do occasionally talk about video games let's talk about the games that we've been playing this week who wants to go first
3: i have an exciting one go for it i dug up full throttle this week
0: oh shit that's yeah. a blast from the past so you went back
2: in time
3: i yeah. did because this is how i got there so i saw that they're releasing like the um, remastered Day of the Tentacle game. And I yes. was like, Day yep. of the Tentacle, I freaking love that game. So I went to find an emulator and right under Day of the Tentacle was Full Throttle. And back when I was a kid, when I was way younger, my dad borrowed Full Throttle from a co-worker and was playing it. And then I started secretly playing it. And then my parents found out I was playing it and took it away because it was inappropriate <gasps> for my oh, age. No. Super and so- inappropriate. And I specifically remember the part where like, he chips the little reflectors off of the road with the, the jumping ramp. And th- that took me so long to figure out and that I had just figured that out when they took it away. And I had never played it since then. So it was like this ultimate redemption of being a grown up and getting to play whatever game I wanted. So I, I played it and beat it all in one night. It was great. It felt so good. That's that how game I feel when I watch Beavis unique. and
1: Butthead. <laughs> My parents would let me watch Beavis and Butthead.
3: I had totally forgotten Mark Hamill was in that game.
1: Yeah, man. He's in a Mark surprising
0: Hamill. number of video games, yeah.
3: actually. It was awesome.
2: 95 was just about the peak of Mark Hamill in a lot of stuff. Be it Batman or Wing Commander. or That was like the sweet spot of Hamill. Good times.
3: <laughs> it was very weird, too, because I'm playing that, and I've been playing Tomb Raider. And the difference between those games that were, like, shorter... And maybe simpler, but sometimes very much harder than than the modern like puzzle finder explorer games. It was very weird because yeah. I'd be like, oh, well, I guess I don't have to kick the wall because I've kicked the wall in five places and that's not working. But actually, I needed to kick the wall in like 50 places to find the one pixel that I needed to use to kick the wall to open the yep. portal. Whereas like in Tomb Raider, it's like, hmm, maybe I'll just I'll just grab my survival instinct and she'll tell me what I'm supposed to do next. Yeah, you know? Exactly. Like, like, <laughs> If I've already gone in that room once and I didn't see anything, there's probably nothing there, so I better move on. You know, it was, like, a very different mindset I had to get in to play that game.
1: That is um, that is a quality, like, a mechanic that's showing up in a lot of games now. Like, Witcher has that and uh, Tomb Raider has that where it's just, like, some sort of an element to the gameplay where it's, like, I need to highlight things that are important. And yeah. you hold a button and you're, like, there it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, Instead of like having to actively look for it. It's- it was very,
3: it was like an, is it me or is it you moment? I don't like, <laughs> who am what I now problem? as a gamer? Like what, what does this mean? But yeah, but to be cool. fair,
0: I mean, games like Full Throttle back then were actually unbelievably obtuse in many ways. So, uh, Did any of you get the chance to play Grim Fandango, the remaster, quite recently? Holy
2: shit, that, rem- that is like a flashback to remind you of what
0: obtuse gaming is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that game example. is one giant promotion for GameFacts.com, is what that <laughs> game is. <laughs> yeah. it, is it, it is incredibly obtuse, and I, this comes from somebody that has beaten the Discworld game. And that is a game that is insane in terms of its logic. Like Even if you know a lot about Terry Pratchett's world, the, it's still stupid. You know, it, a lot of those point-and-click games relied on those obtuse kind of rub-object-A-against-object-B mechanics. And a lot of it was like, oh, well, when I put my, my myself kind of in the state of mind of an insane person, then yeah. <laughs> yes, that is exactly what I would have done in this situation.
3: Well, it was like process of elimination. I have a lock and I have a bunny. I will use bunny with door. Use bunny with crate. Use lock with door. You you know, it was
1: like, use everything with every with other thing. With everything until you eventually worked. figure it out, yes. Yeah. That's always my tactic in those games. Grim Fandango, though, I think was built up too much for me because... Everybody kept have you, have telling you never me. played it before? I had never played it before. And everybody was like, oh my god, when you play Grim Fandango, you're not going to know what the fuck's going on. Like, you're never going to get any puzzles. You're going to be so confused. And I was like, all right. I am confused every now and then. But, like, it's not like I'm constantly unsure what to do. You almost feel insulted at that point.
0: Game. It's like, they think I'm an idiot.
1: Yeah, I think I'm really <laughs> dumb. Yeah. <laughs> well...
0: To be fair, I have demonstrated qualities of that in the past on a stream. But regardless, <laughs> I should be, be given fair. the benefit of the doubt here.
1: Yeah, sometimes I find hidden object games difficult. So <laughs> I mean, sure, all right, but like...
0: I I can't play those. I'm terrible at those. Absolutely dreadful. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, th- those games like the kind of height of the the Scum engine era, things like Day of the Tentacle, Full Throttle, Gr- and I don't believe Grim Fandango was that because it was rendered in 3D, but. They're they're all very much you know what have a walkthrough and funnily enough Grim Fandango is still very enjoyable if you just read a walkthrough because really what you're actually playing it for is the awesome writing.
1: Yeah. it's all about the writing. Totally. That's yeah. what I kept
3: thinking about is like I would feel because I was playing it and my chat would tell me when I when I got too frustrated and was freaking out then they would tell me what to That's do. That's a so
0: good way to do it if you can get your yeah. chat trained to like they, they they won't they'll give you a decent amount of time to you solve a puzzle. Them. Yeah.
3: Well and then they'd give me like those cryptic cues like, hmm, it sure looks like that police car might need some fuel to run. (laughs) You know that's I wonder, you know (laughs) That's cool actually.
0: I I I don't think I could ever get my chat to do that properly. They're too much they're all backseat gaming bastards. There's no way they could keep their mouth shut. There's no way. They
1: (laughs) even if yeah, even if like seventy-five percent of them are like, Okay, I'm gonna try to just phrase this as a hint so Mm -hmm. that I don't ruin it. There's that one guy who's like push the door
0: oh yeah. my god push uh, what is the it what uh, uh, oh, uh, are so the popular quotes that you always see on like forums like i was literally screaming at the screen this is painful to watch I mean, you've you've all had those comments right that's my butt is clenched that, yeah. yeah but yeah but <laughs> the, my butt is clenched or like i'm cringing diamonds. so get hard, hard right, right now now
4: yeah <laughs> oh god really so hard
0: but I think you're right, like in the right environment, especially like with a, a smaller chat that's not got 20,000 oh, yeah. people in it, it's actually a good environment to play those games because you can, you can kind of crowdsource it. Uh, it's the same reason why I did uh, some games on stream when I was researching stuff, for uh, the videos later on, the critics, uh, it's simply because in the first two hours, they might spot something that I didn't, you know, mm-hmm. and that would be helpful to me.
3: Well, it was an interesting realization too because I've spent so long in in the eSports world where every game is competitive, every game should be hard, and yes. you should want to play it and have it be hard, and you mm-hmm. should not want any help. And so I'm just like re- being reborn into this world of playing games for fun, you know? And uh, <laughs> yes. and uh, I was playing this and I was like, I shouldn't have any hints. If I have hints, then it means I didn't actually beat it. And then I realized, like you said, TV, it was like, I just wanted to experience this game as a narrative and it was fun but when it stopped being fun having someone to help me made it fun again, you know. It's not so, fun I to really smash your head
0: it. against an obtuse puzzle for 3 hours and not get right. anywhere. It's just mm-hmm. it's that's just the truth and if people it's it's interesting uh, it's something that we kind of talked about a little bit last week about Warframe where people were saying, "Oh, well if you buy items, you sort of, you know you're missing the satisfaction of getting them yourself." And like I get what you're saying but sometimes i get more satisfaction from not having to sit there not having the thing that i want and i think that it applies in other games as well if you get stuck in a part for too long you're not enjoying yourself and the satisfaction of getting through that may very well be lessened by the hours of boredom that came before
1: And it, yeah, I would... it, all, it all has to do with what you as a person find to be satisfying yeah in how you play games yeah I was wondering
3: about the science of that, because I remember as a kid that I played full throttle for a long time, like weeks, and that it was really enjoyable, even though sometimes I would play it and not complete anything because I would just still be exploring and looking for things. So I was like, is it because my mentality as a gamer has changed? Is it because like game science has progressed? You know, why is it that that was fun then? And it's not as fun now? And I mm. need more like instant gratification,
1: you know, like whether you've been spoiled by current games, or... You have. Oh, yeah. The answer is yes. You've totally been spoiled by current games. Yeah. Well, there you go. But could it it also just be that, you know, we're older and we don't want to waste our time? Yeah. There is an element of that, I think.
3: Because when I was a kid, it was like, I'll just go explore the trailer again. Maybe there's something new in the basement, you know? And it was like, as an adult, I know there's nothing else in the basement.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I remember when I was a kid, I would spend like days trying to beat a boss. And Mm -hmm. as an adult, if it takes me longer than a few hours to beat a boss, I'm like, okay, what the fuck? Like, I start to get really upset <laughs> yeah. about it. But as a kid, I had so much patience to just sit there and fight the same boss over and over and over mm-hmm. and over again and be like, eventually I'll beat it. Yeah, exactly. Eventually it'll work out. <laughs> it's just like, man. There's
0: also another element to it, I think, but we just didn't have access to as many games back then. You know, yeah. y- you didn't own 3,000 games yeah. on Steam <laughs> or whatever. So you had to get the most of- out of what you had, you know? So play it multiple times. Get the pointless unlock or whatever, or just do it in a slightly different way because I can't afford another game for another two weeks or whatever. So yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. now you're all cynical assholes. So there
1: yeah. you go.
0: Yeah, we, we now we all hate video games. So we
1: did
0: yeah. it. We did it, guys. Yay! Complain too damn much. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Reddit. I guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's your fault entirely.
3: It was weird how short it was too, because I was all worried because I I goofed something up with DOSBox and couldn't save. And I was like, oh, no, I'm going to get so far, and then we're going to have to stop the stream. I'm going to have to start all over. No, I just beat it in a few hours, so it's fine.
0: Those <laughs> games were actually quite short, and yeah. they were they were elongated by the fact that they knew the people would get stuck on puzzles mm-hmm. and would backtrack and get lost and all that sort of thing. If you use a walkthrough, you can do it. I've seen... Actually, the I the video that I have up right now is a long play of, of Full Throttle with no commentary, and this guy did it in 2 hours, 46 minutes. Dang. So... Mm. That you know, it, it, it that game wasn't actually oh that long. Boy. To be fair, that's the case with a lot of older games, especially console games. Uh, with the live system, you know, you can blitz through Sonic Two in like an hour or something like that. But mm. I know it took me weeks to beat that when I was a kid mm-hmm. because I was awful. To be fair, I still <laughs> am, and probably couldn't beat it now. But
1: yeah, when I watch, um, like watching awesome games done quick always makes me have this sensation of it took me so long to beat this game and it's taken me like 15 to 20 minutes, right? But then also um, like the live streams that I've done with Jesse, like the Secret of Mana one and uh, the Chrono Trigger one, both of those, I was like, I remember this game taking me so long and both of them we beat in 24 hours, right? Don't don't do this to me. <laughs> don't. Oh come on! No no! Oh come on! So mean! I, uh, no, I don't need they're one right now. Not. I'll
0: have one later. Eat that. I don't, I don't need Eat it now. Mm, oh.
4: delicious. Eat I had my
0: delicious breakfast from my multifaceted it. pan thing that was amazing. <laughs> like you could you could like leave leave one Delish here maybe us. and I'll have it. The box here. I don't no, need don't leave the box. I don't you have no idea what's gonna happen if you do that. Soca. Oh god. This is a terrible idea. Alright. This turned to into an ASMR of getting yeah. T B to eat donuts. To no eat
1: donuts?
0: I have my gluten free cookies. That's what I need right now.
1: This was a full thing when I left. It, it had a lot of air in it. There's a lot of air.
0: It's like it's like have a, have a, have a tiny gluten free cookie. I,
1: cookies oh god damn it i don't
0: eat cookies <laughs> lies
1: i don't really eat cookies at all anymore. you had yeah. that white chocolate raspberry shortbread round yesterday no, because you were like i bought this for you box. okay and so like because Blast. of that i went and tried to reciprocate by getting wow. you oh. half a dozen boston cream donuts and
0: you won't even eat one this has become infinitely more wow. stressful than i hoped <laughs> <laughs>
3: Eat it. This is retribution for introducing me to that chocolate website last night. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes, yes. I,
0: I may or may not have told you about normallove.com and yeah, now Jeff is utterly screwed when it comes to Valentine's gifts. He's going to be out of money. No more titans for him, no more Tyrannid nonsense. It's all about the chocolate.
3: It I I am a No, I'm not ashamed of how long I spent looking at the very detailed <laughs> close-up pictures of all of great. those chocolates. They're
0: gorgeous. That, 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 they are oh. gorgeous, unbelievably gorgeous.
3: Amazing. It was so good. Okay, so never mind. You don't deserve retribution. You, you prophesied the new world to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the site's gone again. Every time we bring up normanlove.com, it, it, the site instantly crashes. <laughs> it's, it's not really designed for that. It's like, yes, a small chocolate boutique in Florida is probably not designed to be DDoS by 12,000 people at once. Like,
1: it's in Florida?
0: I think so, yeah, it's uh, the place is actually based in Florida, I believe.
3: I happen to be going to Florida at the end uh, of this month.
0: They have a oh chocolate God, cafe that, that you can is go, go the in. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Oh
3: my gosh! where
2: it is I right I think now. that's where it is. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, but just so everyone's aware, it's normanloveconfections.com. So when you crash it, crash that one.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, <laughs> Someone in their web team is like, "Dang it! Turtle biscuit and <laughs> again guys. <laughs>
0: team I just, is, God is you like- You muted your mic again, by the way. What the? A cousin they oh, hired. That was like, I'll give oh, you 50
2: bucks, Phil, if huh. you make us a website.
0: Yes. Yes. Your, your uh,
1: voice was disembodied from your body. Yeah.
0: Hmm. And it was strange. Oh, Oh, Sorry. okay. Strange. Oh, well, Hello, hi. Indeed. Yeah, Hello. you're there. I can hear you. Are you that just pretending now? You're just pretending aren't you.
2: What are you talking about? I-
1: what is happening?
0: Let's, let's let's move on, shall we? Uh, what else what have we been happening? playing this week?
1: Hello, hello. Oh, Wait, can what? you hear us? Jesse. Yes. Jesse, can you hear us? Yes, I can okay. hear you. Okay, we can hear cool. you too, so
2: it's <laughs> fine. We're good.
0: Everything seems fine.
2: Wait, what the fuck is happening right now?
0: Well, Skype th- froze up for a couple of seconds. Oh, all right, but everything's fine now. Everything's I mean, I fine th- now. I think yeah. it is. I'm just we well, using
3: just... computer <laughs> communication software. You're speaking to us digitally.
0: Ah. <laughs> it's
3: in the internet.
0: That was where the confusion lay. I got time lay. for it.
1: Yeah. Your it now, it would be... a different tube yeah. than your voice. As it turns
0: out, we're being ddos by Norman Love Confections now.
1: Oh, the revenge is here. Used for evil.
0: The revenge of the chocolatier.
3: <laughs> I would play that game.
0: It sounds like a, a really bad Dreamworks movie, I'm going to be honest. It's the
3: first uh, you know, 4D game where it's taste oh, and all yes.
0: other I, I don't think taste is a dimension, but you know you what? Know, I I- I'm willing a- to I'm willing to look past that for the benefit Thanks. of Norman Love Confections. Yeah.
4: Thank you.
0: What else have we been playing this week? Uh, actually, you know what? Uh, you mentioned Tomb Raider, um which yeah. I I have not played it yet cause I'm waiting for the PC version, which is supposed to be out this month, but what are you writing about? Which i so it?
3: mad about because I got the impression that it was going to be such a long wait. A lot of us did, actually, thing. yeah. So that's why I'm playing the console version. And I would have liked to stream it because it has really, really cool stream integrations on it. like. You know it has this thing where your chat can give you gift you items and you have a cool frame you can put on it. It's like really really cool. That's what something I didn't know that does know about it. does it? Yeah. I uh, can
0: you explain that just a little bit more? That sounds a little bit like Hunger Games like where they're dropping in the little gifts and things. Is it like that?
3: <laughs> yeah, this is like one of the coolest things about the game that somehow nobody knows about. But um, and I've only been able to use it once because I'm trying to do it from Xbox 1 <clears throat> instead of from the PC, so for whatever reason it got really messed up. But they like my chat gifted me a gun at the beginning of the game but then something apparently that you can also do is they can put your game in different modes what throughout the play so you have to like check a little box that says i understand that my viewers might affect my game might and screw okay. with me in a horrible yeah. way yeah so you can put it like some are just cosmetic you can put the game in big head mode um and then some of them will actually give you some sort of boost or some sort of handicap or something like that and then there's the thing is, I haven't really gotten it to work is the problem. So it's a really, really cool system, but streaming on Xbox One is so cumbersome that I've only tried it once and it didn't work, so I didn't try it again. But the other really cool thing, regardless of all that other stuff, is that you can enable a game frame that's specifically for streaming that says where in the game you are, what you're playing, how long you've been playing it, and that kind of stuff. Oh. Uh, and it is updated by the game itself. So that, I feel like every game should start putting that in because it's just such a really smart thing for a developer to put in their game to encourage people to stream it and have people watch it and know what they're seeing
0: and it's extremely mm-hmm. unusual to see a AAA developer do that that's the kind of thing you'd expect yeah. from an indie they're a little bit forward thinking but for a major franchise to implement that into a console release of all things right. is extremely mm-hmm. unusual
3: yeah so i i was really excited about that and so i'm really bummed that i'm so far into the console game and then the PC one's going to come out. So I'm very conflicted right now whether I'm just going to, like, abandon and start over or whether I'm going to keep playing. Because I'm, I'm actually not that far into the game. I've just put a lot of hours because I'm one of those, like, maybe I'll go look in that corner again and find another item. And then maybe I'll go see if I can get it's to this stuff It's definitely those open areas, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've been yeah. in the Siberian wilderness or Soviet installation or whatever it is for so long because I'm like, maybe now I can beat that panther in the cave. Nope. <laughs> Maybe if I go get that thing, then I can beat the panther in the cave. Nope. <laughs> and I'm... I, I could talk about Tomb Raider all day. You probably know this, John, because we've talked about Tomb Raider. We, ha- we have
0: spoken at length about Tomb Raider, yes.
3: But I'm, I'm really, really bad. Like, if, if there's a hierarchy of games that I'm good at and bad at, the worst is console shooters. I am terrible at console shooters. Me too! Yes!
0: I'm, I'm not great at them, I've got to admit. I am terrible with the little thumbsticks. I can't aim at anything.
3: Especially when I get flustered and when I like really care, So I get really deep in the Tomb Raider story and I'm exploring and I'm solving puzzles and all this stuff. and then all of a sudden, I'm in a shooter and I have to shoot the thing really fast. and am I I'm aiming and shooting all over <laughs> the place. So I'm Tomb Raider and I have had this really complicated relationship of like, what what do I want this game to be? And really was it ever that game? And is it me or is it you? I don't know. So I'm having, the first tomb- the first new Tomb Raider, with this origin story thing, which is a whole another side that we could discuss. But the the way the game was basically kind of a survival horror with a little bit of puzzle thrown in, I felt really betrayed as a fan of Tomb Raider because I wanted to do tombs and platforming and puzzles. Yeah, and, and
0: there wasn't a lot of that. Yeah. They had those little tombs no. which were basically like one room that you could optionally go in and kind of solve a puzzle, and that there were very few uh, tombs to raid in Tomb Raider, unfortunately. <laughs>
3: Yeah. yeah, and I actually, I got mm-hmm. to a point in that game where I had brutally died so many times in a row trying to beat this part that was a shooting challenge that I just quit. I was like, I'm done. I'm not enjoying listening to you whimper Lara Croft, who is not really Lara Croft, and I'm not enjoying trying to beat a shooting game that I wanted to be a puzzle game, and I just can't, so I just quit that. But this one is a little better. Mm. I'm So far, I'm okay with this one.
0: I, I, I definitely want to have a look at it when it comes out on PC because it will... I mean, it looks good on console. It's going to look really good on PC. They, mm-hmm. The last one was a great yes. port. It was gorgeous. So hopefully this one will be the same as that.
3: Yeah. it's. Th- I talked a lot to the developers about this, and they, they said that their goal with this Tomb Raider was to make it so you could choose to play it stealthy puzzle exploratory or you could choose to play it run and gun and this is kind of a common thing right now i'll be going with the second
0: option definitely yeah
3: (laughs) they they kind of right now are like i want to make our game so that everyone will like it and that's really cool but then the problem with that is that if you make something that appeals to every single gamer there are still going to be parts of it that don't appeal to any gamer if that yeah. and you're sense. also
0: going to be you're going to be a jack-of-all-trades master of none you know it's the exactly. idea you know right. you, can, you can please some of the people all of the time or all of the people some of the time but never all of the people all of the time and right. it can be dangerous to compromise that to open it up to a wider audience especially when you start to layer mechanics upon mechanics upon mechanics and they're not well developed enough because and like oh well we want a
1: really good anything
0: yeah exactly it's like we want it to be a stealth game but we're not willing to really put the effort into make it a true stealth game so we're going to just put some very basic stealth mechanics in and then the guys that like stealth that truly like stealth that have been told yeah you can do stealth now it's like oh cool Are like oh well actually the stealth mechanics just really aren't all that developed so this is really not for me you know
3: mm-hmm. and a and lot this- of people are
0: posting fallout 4 in the chat it's like mm-hmm. yeah that actually <laughs> does sound quite a lot like that
3: I mean, overall, I'm really pleased with this one, and there's been a lot that I've enjoyed about it, but I do... If if this is truly going to be a choose-your-own-adventure type game, I wish that there weren't those situations where it's like, plop, now you're in a run-and-gun situation, where it's like, I wish I could at least try to make that a stealth situation first yeah. and then have to fight my way out, you know? Yeah,
1: I totally agree with that. I do like that, that while you're playing it, um, like, information about where you are is is such a huge component because yeah. it feels it feels far more Lara Crofty for her to really mm-hmm. care about like the things that she finds and you know totally and and, and to like to feel like that character is still <laughs> there yes. you
3: know yes yeah I totally agree with that mm-hmm. I like that she's learning languages. Like, that's a very small, <laughs> tiny little part of the game that doesn't really matter. But I love when it's like, now Lara Croft can speak level two Russian. And you're like, yes, level I to- yeah. oh. you're like
1: Level two Russian. You find uh, different things so that you can piece together information enough to be able to read stuff. And it's, yeah, I think that that's a really cool yeah. mechanic too. Being yeah. like, I don't know how to read this at all. But then once you look at enough things and like... And, like, identify, like, oh, this is a picture of this, and that connects with that. Like, eventually, yeah, it's like, you can read level two Russian, and you're like, dope, did it.
3: Did you, so, did you play the the first one, too, Dodger? Mm. The
1: first new one? I watched other people play it, and then I wound I'm up curious, playing the second one.
3: you Do you like the Lara Croft character a lot? Like, is that one that you enjoy?
1: Uh, I've never cared a ton about Lara Croft, Um my, my and because of that, like my only big issue with the way that she's being portrayed as like tiny baby Lara Croft is yeah. that she's she's gone from <laughs> she's gone from like I'm just a normal girl who's trying to like survive to a ruthless murderer yeah. <laughs> like, depending yeah. on the situation yeah. and it like it confuses the shit out of me sometimes but it was a very fast
0: progression you know from the whole oh god i'm running from everything and i'm really scared and raining and alone and this is terrifying into i am proficient in ak-47s rpg 7s <laughs> um yeah. 45s i can make a bow and i'm pretty damn good with it also i skin this fucking deer
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. I mean, I don't mind that as much because I was one of the voices being like, I don't want to listen to Lara Croft whimper. I want to be cool, be badass, badass Lara, Lara Croft.
0: Which is just totally fine. Yeah. yeah, the thing is, it's almost like they had they tried to have it both ways and they developed it too fast, I think, in the first yeah, game. Yeah, that
3: could be definitely. I can see how that's true, for sure. Yeah.
0: Yep, very true. Yeah, hopefully yeah. that will be good on PC. I'm looking forward to giving it a shot, especially if there's a lot of being able to avoid a lot of puzzle and platforming sections and just shoot things because i'm the opposite i i'm terrible at puzzles i don't like platforming so if i can avoid that with firearms i'll be fine with that
3: that'll be interesting to watch you play it differently than how i play it because i'm like climbing in all the trees and trying to avoid the animals and stuff and you'll just be like yep. boom 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 yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i have a gun and i'm gonna use it that's how it's gonna be what else have we been playing this week? Who wants to go next? Jesse, you've been uh, mysteriously quiet. Why don't you uh, talk a little bit about something you've been playing? Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> oh my god! This is—I wasn't expecting this.
3: <laughs> no. I have to talk I'm, about video games.
2: I only like—I haven't played anything new. I—I'm—I'm I'm boring. I only play shit that I like. I literally have—I spent like. I have a problem, TB. I okay. went back and started doing like old daily quests in WoW, like not what even What doing, ones. Jesse? Stop. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'll never stop, and I want you to know that it's like it's like heroin. I what?
1: <laughs> it's like rain. Yeah,
4: yeah.
2: It's On just your just wedding like, day. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. A free ride.
3: A a when you
2: when I've already paid. I uh, paid.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that sorry. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's good advice that I just can't take. Who would have thought it figured, TB? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know too All many know of is... those lyrics
0: for me to be comfortable with. Oh my with god, you I not know anymore. the
2: whole song. Are you kidding? Shit. Great song.
1: She doesn't know the, lyrics know the whole to that? song. I know. I mean, I do know a disturbing lyrics, amount of Shania Twain,
0: but when it comes to other things, really? not so That's much. Au-
1: that surprises me. That's interesting. Uh, th- there was one reason. Shania Twain life. So, while,
0: when I was a, a teenager, Shania Twain was very, very big. And we went on quite a few school trips on very, very long coach rides. And unfortunately, the teachers that often went with us also seemed to like Shania Twain. And pretty much every girl on the trip liked her. And, you know, we were outnumbered. So we basically got nothing but Shania Twain on loop for hours and oh, hours and no. hours. So it's sort of been drilled into my mind. It's kind of like okay, a brainwashing, just really. If you like
3: Shania Twain, it's okay. If you like Shania <laughs> you Twain, you like Shania Look, Twain. I, like I mean, I'm
0: not going to say that I hate Shania I like Twain. I don't hate I mean, Shania I mean, Twain. I just, I wouldn't go out of my way to listen to Shania Twain.
3: I'm, I
2: mean... I
0: don't hate her, though. I mean, I, uh, it's fine. It's quite catchy. I it's have not terrible. I
2: have played uh, a lot She's of... not
0: impressed by fucking anything, I've noticed. <laughs> like, she has extremely high unrealistic standards, but, Don't impress you know. her much. No, apparently it does not. It's like... Yes, you should be impressed. That guy's a rocket scientist. Look at him; he's fucking amazing. Like That's he spent no all this time at school.
4: <laughs> he's
0: literally writing history. Uh, but I always, <laughs> I always felt only, like the comparison she only was unfair. You've
2: got the touch, T.B. She don't, she don't care about yeah. any of that stuff.
0: It it, it will
3: keep her warm in the middle of the night. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I mean, it would. It's I mean, there's, there's no reason to believe fusion. that a
0: rocket scientist wouldn't be capable fusion of doing that.
3: Fusion will keep <laughs> you warm. I was going to
0: say, this guy deals with rocket fuel. I'm pretty sure he understands the laws of you heat and entropy, you know? I think he's... Also, what the hell is the comparison between the two verses? like, okay, so you're a rocket scientist. Like, okay, okay, so you have a car. I... Uh, I mean, these, these are two very, very different standards here. She's showing
3: <laughs> like, the spectrum. Like, whether you're a 1 or a 10 on the spectrum, it still does not impress She still her. Does, not
0: Im- it does not impress her, you've her much. Unless you got the touch. Uh, uh, Maybe
1: uh-huh. she's looking for a bow in Ukraine where cars are exorbitantly expensive.
0: Yes. I mean, I imagine that this uh, American country singer is looking <laughs> to move to the Ukraine. I would, that's, I would imagine you that's Highly likely.
3: Figured out the song. You, figured you don't know, it know her out. life. You don't know. Yeah.
0: It's, uh, it's it the dream of every country and Western singer to eventually retire into the Ukraine. <laughs>
3: like, it,
1: it's true.
0: I mean, I don't have enough evidence to dispute the point, so I've got to assume it's true. That's
1: mm-hmm. going to be new canon. Everybody <laughs> spread this like wildfire. That's <laughs> our canon. But Shania Twain
0: lives
3: <laughs> in, Ukraine. in the Shania Twain Wiki. Yeah. It is widely accepted oh that Shania God. Twain, when she wrote Don't Impress Me Much, was, <laughs> talking about.
0: was lusting for a quiet life in the Ukraine. <laughs> sure.
2: As a borscht farmer, a
0: <laughs> borscht lives- farmer. <laughs> borscht what does she farm? Live borscht. I mean, I thought <laughs> those things were a bit tricky. You've got to catch him first. Like.
2: <laughs> yeah, I want that on her wiki. As a, as <laughs> a, a borscht, borscht farmer. farmer,
0: does she have to go catch, catch the haggis as well while she's doing it?
2: <laughs> uh speaking of rocket scientists, I did. I did well, actually. Well, I don't play impress me
0: much, but okay.
2: I did actually uh, play a game that I played way too much earlier this week, and I totally forgot Tharsis. What. What is ph- how do you spell like that?
1: Tharsis? T
2: It's T H A R S I S. Tharsis. Okay. What's well, all and about? I tharsis. think it comes out today actually. Um but it is a game where you are astronauts going to Mars. And um Oh, Quills a video going... with this. Uh and why I I I I have a video as well. Um do you? so Okay, I'll play Quills instead. Whatever. Uh so <laughs> this um you are going to Mars, and mm-hmm. your ship gets caught in a meteorite storm. And basically, the game is you have four characters, and those four characters need to repair parts of the ship to keep it going. But the way you repair it is by rolling, like rolling die to okay. determine your effectiveness in repairs. Right. And so it's RNG as hell. And each round, some like things happen where maybe one section of the ship. Uh, you need to repair because it will damage your overall ship and eventually destroy the ship. Or maybe there's one part of the ship that, if you don't repair it, will make you lose one food. Or maybe there's a part of the ship that, if you don't repair it, will cause everyone to lose one health. And so you have to manage the health, the food... um, the die, because every time you use a person, they lose a die the next round. Yeah, so you're this managing
0: is a risk management game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so- I'm noticing you can, you can hold die, which is actually a very standard kind of board game mechanic for dice-heavy games. You usually have the ability to uh, choose dice to hold and then re-roll the rest in order to get a better result. So there's something yes. in King of Tokyo and all sorts. I mean, isn't that in Yahtzee as those? well? I mean, uh, you yeah. can
2: also use those. So you can put uh, your dice into a, a scientific slots, where if you you know, put a 1 and a 2 and a 3, you can use that as 3 points to get access to something. Okay. Or you can, let's say you require a 5 in order to get uh, something for your, like, maybe everyone who is on that slot next turn gets plus 1 health. Like, there's a lot of things you can do with it. And then with all that going on, each time you live around, you unlock a part of the story. And the story is basically, while on your way to Mars as you go through this, you discover that there's a signal coming from Mars and the signal is coming from people that look like
0: you. And so and oh, that's literally,
2: so, that's literally as far as I got before my shit blew up. And I was like, no, because so <laughs> you want
0: to know. I mean, I love I that. I love sci-fi horror. You know, it's, it's supernatural mixed with sci-fi is always a big deal. I mean, it's why I thought, um, sunshine was an incredible movie. I loved that to death. And Event yeah, Horizon, it, of course. I mean, you know, great I still, movie.
2: I still can see the scene in Event Horizon in my mind's eye of when that dude on the screen is, like, puking up himself. Like, that is in... I can't... I can't not that see that. that. movie is not
0: for the faint of heart. I will say that. That
2: movie me up. Event Horizon yeah. is
0: not... A, it is bad. not a nice movie. No, it is not. Yeah. I will accept that. But, but uh,
2: that yeah, so there's this, much. like, weird sci-fi no. thing going on.
0: Okay, it's, so you puked yourself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no, this guy puked up himself. Indeed, puked yeah, his self out of his mouth. It's, yes, it's horrifying.
0: I, I, yeah, it really is.
2: I can never not see that. <laughs> that movie got me. You're it into everyone else's movie mind now too. Me. Thanks for that. Got me. Um, this looks so, really so
3: cool. I'm reading like tips for it, and it was saying keep an eye on your stress. Is there a stress mechanic for yes, your guys so, too? So,
2: at the end of every turn, too, what happens is you have your characters, when they do stuff, they, their stress level goes up. But also there's random events. And the higher their stress, the more awful those random events are. Ah, so you want to keep their stress down. The so your there random you events will be things like your choice is either more better ship or more food. It's like, oh, yay. Later on, it's like you have to eat a person. <laughs> or, it's oh. like, or it's like, um, yeah, sure, you can you can save your ship and get, like, one pip on your ship so you have more life, but that's plus 30 stress. And so then the next time, if you do that, it's like, all right, so this time, turns out that, you know, you're going to lose 20% of this, but we'll give you one food. Like, it's crazy stuff. It, It keeps getting worse and worse and worse as it goes on, until by the end, it gives you the option, and it leaves it there. It's great. It gives you the option, I think it turned two or three, that one of the dead people on the ship, they're like, you know, if we want... Run food. We can eat these people, and the food it like never goes away. So if you're ever like, oh my god, I need because food regenerates your your dice, and so you can be like, I guess I could eat these people. But I went with like, I'm not going to become a monster. I <laughs> those people, I should have eaten those people. I would have been alive. It was some. Yeah, it's meat. You know, you need it. I should have eaten those. It's good people. for eating. I was like, oh well. Here's the thing. Once I figured out that, and I, I don't know this for a fact, but once I saw the cutscene that was like the 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 People or the signal on. Mars. Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait! Are you about to spoil something? Do I have to? No, no, no! It's what I just up? said. Like,
2: like, okay. like the signal right. on Mars is is the they're like those. I think is wait that looks like human beings. They're like that. That can't be right. And once I figured that out, I, my theory was like, oh shit, that's us in the future. And when I get there, they're gonna judge us for everything we did. So my theory was like, I'm not gonna be a dick. I'm not gonna be a dick about this. I'm gonna get there and show <laughs> the human race is awesome. But I I literally fundamentally have no clue what that game is. Like it's like there's a signal like half of the game is like there's a signal on Mars and it looks like humans maybe and that's it. And there's like but we're the first mission to Mars ever is like that's the premise. So it's like what is happening? So It sounds like like, a good
0: streaming game. Like that seems like it's got enough tension and RNG for people to actually enjoy watching. It's definitely filled with tension. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's also one of those games where you guarantee
2: as a backseat gamer you'd have a ton of fun because one little mistake and you're screwed. Like, I, I had the idea, like, oh yeah, well, I'll take this person as has four dice and I'll send them to this one over here because it's, it's clearly the, the hardest part of the ship to fix and, and four dice, if I roll like four fours, I got this. What, what could go wrong? I roll it and it's like two ones of three and I was like, oh, I'll just re-roll but one of the mechanics is uh blue dice is stasis, uh orange is injury and then purple is void. So if you roll like let's say the blue dice in the top corner is a one. If you roll a one, it gets stuck and you cannot re-roll that. If you roll a one and it's orange, you lose a life pip. And if you roll a one and it's purple, the dice just goes
0: and disappears. It disappears. Yeah. No. And so goes out the airlock. And so
2: when I rolled it, I rolled, like, all these dice, and three of them were uh, stuck in stasis. So I was like, no! So I just wasted a character, and the character just slowly died. And then I had, everyone else had, like, one, li- uh, one dice left. So I went and was like, I guess I'll try. There's nothing I could do. It was, like, watching. And then when you die, here's the worst part. When you die, the ship slowly breaks apart in the longest, like. Oh. And it takes, and you're just, like, sitting there. Single tier as it just <laughs> breaks apart into the void, and you're just like, This is the worst way to die. It sucks. It That's sucks rough. to lose in that game. Yeah, so that it's it. fun.
0: That is very, very rough. It is out now, by the way. It's called Tharsis. It's currently 34% off on Steam. I personally haven't played it yet, but it is available to have a look at. It, I mean, cool. that, it seems very much like a board game, honestly. Oh, you know, you, you all- can very easily incorporate it's all, all of these mechanics into a board game form. Yep. But, is it I only might, single player? It's it is, player. yes. Hmm. Yeah. Yep, single-player, turn-based, all about choices and rolling of the dice. Yeah, that that might be worth having a look at, certainly. Cool, Uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about some of the games that we have been playing this week. You are watching the Co-Optional Podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast. Hopefully, you had a wonderful break. I know I do. Yes,
3: indeed. Hello. Yes,
0: mine was mm. stuffing my face with more donuts, so it was a pretty good break, all things considered. I'm okay with that.
3: I had some kombucha.
0: What, what, nice. what is a kombucha?
3: Kombucha is a fermented tea with probiotic elements.
0: Ah. It sounded to me like a furniture. piece of furniture.
3: <laughs> it's delicious. Yeah, I was brewing I my own really for a while. Too. Yeah, I really like it.
1: My brother tried to make kombucha. Jesse tries and to, and to say to something to and it.
0: fails. like <laughs>
3: I don't- what?
1: you
2: know what? People are allowed to like whatever they want to like. Uh, I'm not even gonna- I'm not even gonna tell them that I think exactly. it's awful. You're allowed to love whatever you love. God bless. Be- be yourselves. Do you like But um, you have hor- but you have horrible taste. Do you like, like, uh, like bitter beers? No! God no! Okay. Dude, no. Then that's I just- that.
1: that's just like a your
2: taste thing. You don't oh, like yeah. bitter stuff. Oh, mm. I- like IPAs and I do not get along. We
0: are not friends. Yeah. No, I, I don't like IPAs either.
3: I don't like IPA either, for what it's worth. But I do like kombucha.
0: I mean, I, I do feel that the two things aren't really related, honestly. It's, it's more
3: like a cider. Like a really intense cider.
0: I, I'm cool with cider. I just can't I can't do it. I, for some reason,
2: I just can't do it. And I've tried. Lord knows I've tried. I do all the douchey things, and I still can't do it. Dude, <laughs> I, still can't, I still can't do it.
3: I, for the fact that I still can after trying to brew my own is a testament to how much I like it. Because brewing your own kombucha is weird, man. It is your weird. Home. Yeah, because it's Cause a it's, fungus. It's, it's like a, a culture. It's called a scoby. It's a, a bacterial culture that you put in your tea. It's like this giant booger that like ferments <laughs> it. It's really gross looking. <laughs> but it, It's cool. I felt really bad. I let mine die. And I was like, oh, but Aww. it's alive. And I let it die. I don't know. It was, it was a weird, road feeling.
1: Sweet baby bacteria.
3: <laughs> I know, poor thing. Just threw Aww. it in the garbage. Dodger would,
2: <laughs> Dodge would have drawn a smiley face on it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hope this doesn't affect the tea. Yeah.
0: <laughs> What's important <laughs> is that we continue <laughs> to act all confused that people like different things in their mouth.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. hmm. Mm hmm.
0: So, what else have we been playing this week? Well, you, shall we address The Secret Hitler?
1: Yeah, secret talk to Hitler me about Secret Hitler.
0: Okay. Yeah, so... Secret Hitler is a game by Max Tempkin and friends. The, he was one of the designers behind Cards Against Humanity, and this time he decided Naturally. to actually design a game, as opposed to Cards Against Humanity, which is barely a game. But regardless, <laughs> he said, we're going to make a social deduction game, and it's going to be all about this secret dinosaur Hitler. Dinosaur Hitler. He is actually, if you look at the card All the the
2: fascists are lizard
0: people. Lizards. Yeah, they're all lizards. And the point of the game is there are two factions, the fascists and the liberals. There are not too many fascists. There are only a couple of them. But they gain an advantage at the start of the game. They know who the other fascists are, and they also know who Hitler is. Hitler is a fascist, but he doesn't know who the other fascists are. And everybody else is a liberal, and they don't know who anybody is. So the goal of the to, game...
1: Do you have to do that heads-up 7-up style? Where it's like, everybody close, close your eyes. eyes. Yes. Yeah,
0: We came yes. up with a process of doing it through tabletop simulator and also to allow the viewers, if they wanted to see who everybody was, they could, but if mm-hmm. they wanted to kind of play along and be in our shoes where we had no idea, then we allowed for that as well. And I'll kind of address what made that a great viewing experience in a minute. But yeah, it it is like that. You know, it's very much if you played Resistance Avalon or anything along those lines where you have hidden roles or, you know, I imagine most of the Mafia games are like that too. I actually have, weirdly enough, not played Mafia.
4: Really?
0: Yeah, I just, I've I've never come across a time when I have played Mafia. I, I guess Werewolf is very similar to that as well. One Night Ultimate Werewolf and all that kind of thing. So you set this up. And then you begin, and the idea is that the liberals have to pass five liberal policies in order to win the game. The fascists have to pass five fascist policies or, at a certain point in the game, get Hitler elected chancellor without anybody realizing it. Uh, The liberals can also win by killing Hitler, but the only way they can kill Hitler is to gain access to the execution power, which requires them to enact fascist policies to get there. So there's this temptation aspect where unlocking fascist policies gives you abilities that we you could that. use. <laughs> we did frequently. We did. But of course the more of that that happens, it's only six fascist policies not five but hey you know. Anyway, the the more of these policies you unlock, the more powerful you kind of get, but you're also getting close to losing at that point. And once you hit that execution point, people start dying and we you usually in a game have two people die before the end of the game there are two bullets available and the president when he unlocks that power gets to choose to shoot somebody immediately and they're out of the game
4: whoa which of whoa. course results in
0: a gigantic argument over right. <laughs> because we're trying to kill hitler or a fascist ideally and of course that person's trying to plead their case that they're not a hitler not fascist or whatever and so there was a lot of arguing going on there. We may have killed an innocent woman twice. twice. <laughs> we are very sorry.
2: <laughs> I didn't do it.
0: uh yeah I, obviously I don't I don't want to spoil it too much for those who haven't watched it yet. All the vods are up on my YouTube channel if you want to go watch it. but we had an absolute blast the it, we're playing with eight people, which seems like the optimal number, about seven or eight. and it was great. It was full of arguing. It was full of deception and bullshit. It was full. Of, I mean, the fact that you can you use you can use the term Hitler in a sentence and not be offensive is great. You know, it, <laughs> it, there's so many out of context quotes, such as all you know. The liberals don't know anything is a perfect quote <laughs> from that. All that sort of thing. We we loved it. It was a ton of fun. We are thinking of playing it on a regular basis because of that, because it was that damn good. And I want to play more because I never got to be a fascist. I was I. That's actually kind of a spoiler, but never mind. I've said it now. I was a liberal all four four games. And I really wanted to try being a fascist to see how that would work out. That's going to be taken out of context as well. God damn it, Max. (laughs) You do this on purpose.
3: I was struck by that as you were explaining it. Like how casually we can be like, and then if someone's Hitler and then you try to kill them. And then of course Hitler is trying, you know. It's
0: like, I mean, I really like being Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) This is that kind of thing.
2: There were yeah. numerous times where I, I definitely was quoted as shouting, I know what it's like to be Hitler. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you said that. <laughs> that that's, that's some of the fun of the game as well, deliberately saying those things because you know it's so ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I, I believe, uh, ni- yeah, uh, there was another quote, which is historically accurate. In 1932, Hitler wasn't that bad, which, <laughs> <laughs> which to be fair, is historically no. true. <laughs> no,
2: not at all. <laughs>
0: He wasn't as bad as when he was in power. He wasn't in power then, you know? He did worse things later on. It's all relative, you know? He wasn't oh that bad. It's like Stalin wasn't that bad until he started murdering loads of people. He sure. was better yeah, oh yeah. back then.
3: Oh, yeah. Sure.
2: No, it was, oh,
3: Stalin yeah, no. went... I mean, and then we're getting into the argument is, is somebody intrinsically bad or is it their actions that make them bad? You know, I mean, we could Oh, go no, with... they were
2: assholes.
0: They were assholes. So, I
3: mean, was he always just as assholes. bad from from his birth? Was he just as bad? Who you knows?
0: Know? I mean, he, he is a <laughs> the, My wife is scenario, literally Hitler so. quote is perfect. <laughs> 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 it, I, I've played a few social deduction games, and I think to me this one replaces pretty much all of the light ones like Resistance and Avalon and things like that, and maybe even Werewolf. Just in saying that, I just think the mechanics are so tight and so well put together yes. and it's got just enough complexity but not too much where it overburdens the game and it's got a couple of interesting twists that those other games don't have and everything is put together in a really cool way i mean even towards the very end of the game when you are one fascist policy away from the fascists winning you unlock the veto power and it's possible if the chancellor and the president agree to veto an agenda so when you get uh, the, uh, let me explain how you get the agenda so there's a deck of cards And there's six liberal cards and 11 fascist cards in this deck, right? And you draw, in each legislative phase, the president draws three cards. He, in secret, he chooses two of them, discards one, and hands the two to the chancellor, also in secret. Then the chancellor has to enact a policy, which can be either fascist or liberal. The thing is, the president could have handed him two fascist cards or two liberal cards. Or, if you're really unlucky, you could draw three fascist cards, and you have no choice about that. But what gets interesting is once the policy goes down, that's when the arguing and explaining yourself begins. Because <laughs> then you try and turn people against him. Like uh, One of the common things that happened during our games was uh, the, well, the president would say, I gave him a choice. I gave him a liberal card and a fascist card, and he picked the fascist card. And then, of course, the guy's denying it. It's like, no, the president is bullshitting. He gave me two fascist <laughs> cards. I didn't have a choice. And the distrust comes from that. And you're trying to figure out who the fascists are. And, of course, the fascists are deliberately trying to mislead you and all sorts of things like that. And then in the background, of course, one person is Hitler, who is clueless as to who the fascists are, but really wants to be chancellor at some point <laughs> in the game, you know? It's awesome. Like it's a brilliant social experience. We we played for five hours. We were expecting to do two, two, uh, One hour do, games we did or whatever. Two games. We did two going. bonus games because we're like, yeah. can we play again? And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we just kept doing it. It was. It's a if, wonderful if, game. If you can't bring yourself to watch all five
2: hours, which you should, you should watch the watch the last game because that is like the, the last game was the craziest. Last... Yeah. Oh my god. The the end of it that there's was insane. maybe twenty minutes of pure just pure uttered, arguing. arguing just yeah. like, oh, like oh God. It's
0: amazing. I have it's to amazing. watch
1: it. I was sad that I missed it live.
0: Yeah, we're gonna be doing this more regular, so you'll be able to be involved in the group. I'm I'm here's I'm gonna be honest about this because uh, people are gonna ask. I actually don't want Crendor in this game. <laughs> I d- I'm just going to be entirely frank with people. Like, Krendor is a person that messes stuff up a lot, and he would really confuse everybody.
2: Oh, my God. He'd be the perfect Hitler.
0: Yeah, he's the kind of Hitler. Hitler. He's, Krendor would Krendor, be perfect
3: Hitler. Quote that one.
0: Krendor's the kind of Hitler, the Hitler that would shoot himself, you know? Or Krendor's the kind of fascist that, upon getting the shooting power, would kill Hitler. He did lock himself in an airlock. <laughs> he airlocked himself he brings himself, sorry, in Battlestar Galactica. Right, he locks him himself class. in the prison. He is No, I, I don't like I I I don't like it because I mean some people said it adds an extra element. Yeah, but it's like it's a weird element where people are not acting in the way in any logical way and you just don't know what the fuck's going on as Although, a result, you know?
2: Cry was doing a little bit of that at some points in the game where he was like, I'm a good guy, but I'm a be bad guy kind of thing so and it didn't ruin the game it worked I mean, out I, really well
0: yeah i cool. mean i don't know how many benefits there are to I, it seems to me like there's no benefit to lying as a liberal because like why would you <laughs> cast this trust upon I don't yourself
2: know. i'm gonna i'm gonna just gonna say maggie you should have lied a few times <laughs>
0: <laughs> poor maggie i don't want to spoil it but poor maggie <laughs> <laughs> kind of spoiled it a bit but poor maggie uh, yeah, so that game is available free as a print-and-play game. Obviously, it was a Kickstarter, which was wildly successful. I'm looking forward to getting my uh, my physical copy of it. But Same you can here. play it on Tabletop Simulator with the, pre- the print-and-play version, and it's wonderful.
1: It sounds awesome. It's it so does. good. It sounds really fun.
0: It's so good. So more of that, definitely. I, my only concern is that if I, tr- you know, because I'm trying to bring the lounge back in a big way with more board games in 2016, that the viewers are just going to yell, why isn't this Secret Hitler? Yeah. And it's like... Oh. Look,
2: that's our fallback. If the game we're playing, it sucks. It's like, all right, we just go to Secret Hitler.
0: Lo- the thing about Secret yeah. Hitler is you need, you need the numbers for it. Like, you know, the regular board game is usually four players. It's usually good. You really need seven, I would say, minimum. There are three variants of the game, depending on how many you, people you've got. You need a minimum of five. And then there's a 9 to 10 player variant. The problem is tabletop sim doesn't support uh, 9 and 10 players. So 8 is the best you get. I think 8 is the best balance. I really do. That's
3: really cool, though, because we sometimes we have board game nights in, in real life uh, mm-hmm. at our apartment. No. I know like? Look at me. Uh, I have
0: friends.
3: Mm. We, like, stand next to each other to other humans. It's really weird. That, I mean, that but, sounds like um, a way to get
0: germs. I don't know what, what
3: you're Yeah, doing. I don't. It's that rare. Affair. But... But anyway, the only game we can ever play on those nights is Cards Against Humanity, because invariably, you know, so-and-so will bring so-and-so will bring so-and-so, and and then we have eight people, and there's no other game besides Cards Against Humanity that we own that we could play, so this one looks like a really good option. This is
2: perfect. This is the perfect, my friends and I have a few beers, and we're going to yell at each other for a few hours game. It's perfect. This
0: is a great game if you have the kind of friends that can deal with that, because, I mean, I read... um this... <laughs> Being shot? Friends who can deal with being shot? <laughs> right. If you, if you read like the book... People bo- who
1: don't take that seriously, you mean oh, yeah. like the... Yeah.
0: The, yeah. So yeah, like the, there are so many stories on the board game subreddit, which is a great subreddit, very friendly. <laughs> but every now and again, one of them has a... They kind of almost have a therapy session, I feel, where one was like, My God, guys, like our group, our regular group sucks. Like we literally had marital strife. Uh, Someone (laughs) broke up with his girlfriend over this game and stuff like that. And and a lot of it is like, how do I get them to act differently? I really want to play this game with them, but they're just, they're too insufferable. Like they can't, they can't separate what is in the game from real life. Like there's, there's so many, it's like people actually get offended that they don't, that you don't trust them. Right. In the context of or the game. That you don't
3: agree with them, yeah, yeah,
0: even though it's in the context of the game, and they don't seem to understand that like nothing that is said in that game in you know, is reflective of you in real life. But it happens to a lot of board game groups that they, they can't they can't handle social betrayal games. They can't do oh, it, yeah, or games like Munchkin, you know, games where you're dicking people over. Munchkin causes so many fights,
3: oh yeah. Have you ever played Super Fight?
0: Yeah. We yes, we, we mean to play that on Lounge. Actually, there's an official DLC for Tabletop Sim to play that, and we do mean to play Super it. Superfight
3: is way. so fun. That's Never another fight. one of those games, though. Is like if if you just can't get around, get your head around that you're not like, if you're gonna be upset that your boyfriend won't vote for what you think is the good That's answer, yes. then you yes. can't play that game. You,
2: you, know? you get insulted that other people don't think you're clever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I tried really hard with this one
3: guys i thought that was really funny <laughs> the other and one then you start been... to figure out which of your friends is just the poop joke guy like he <laughs> will i will anything that's a poop joke that guy will vote for it so if i can explain why it's potty humor put it to that guy
1: yep yeah the other one that we've been playing on Friendzone is called fun employed that game is really fun too what's that all about what's that it's um Uh, so it's the same sort of setup where there's like black cards and green cards. The black cards are all help wanted. So one person is the interviewer who just picks up a card and says, okay, I am looking for a proctologist. And then everyone else draws four cards. And those four cards have just like random words, nouns, adjectives, whatever on them. And you have to come up with like a through line. That you, as cool. an interviewee, am going to sl- yeah, you have to be like, I would be a great butt doctor because I'm a dragon and dragons are cool and I like just four cool. Things. It's, fun. it's a really fun game. That sounds <laughs> really fun.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a nice twist on the. I suppose you can just call it the apples to apples formula, really, which is, um, is. you know, apples or, to
1: apples was I think the first that did that kind of a yeah, thing. With like ca- a dash ca- of Balderdash in it because you
3: have mm. to like make up something.
0: Yeah, a lot of people are recommending snake oil. I'm not sure what that is. I don't. I don't like people that recommend me snake oil. It's like these people are literally snake oil salesmen. I can't trust them. But <laughs> but, uh, that, but it, it definitely looks like it's good. But yeah, it's um, I, I do like those kind of games. They they work very well. I've seen a social setting, and um, I think it's uh actually becoming something that is developing slowly on Twitch, uh, for a f- select few channels, ours included, is social board gaming as a spectator experience.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think it works very well. I think our view count, which was be- is beating this podcast right now, by the way. And that was on a basic... I mean, it was kind of an announced stream, but it was announced on the day. And it was kind of at a weird time. We got like sixteen, seventeen thousand 17,000 people concurrently Dang. watching us play Secret Hitler on Tabletop Simulator. We were front page at that point. <laughs> we forced Tabletop Simulator on the front page of Twitch which very rarely happens, but there are a couple of channels which have started to get to that point where they can push board games and card games and social games onto the front page of Twitch, and uh, it's a great spectator experience if it's yeah. delivered right. And
2: I, I, it, I, yeah, I think it had to do with the game, and it had to do with the fact that there were eight of us from all sort of different like YouTube, Twitch communities, and like it was this confluence of craziness. Like It was so much fun. Like It was great. I can't even express how ridiculous amount. Of, I love games where I get to lie, guys. They're my favorite games.
0: <laughs> you're too I'm damn so good at good. them. That's the I'm main so problem. You're, you're too fucking good. I, so and good. This has happened in every everything that has a betrayal mechanic that I've played with you. You have been far too good at lying, and it disturbs the hell out of me.
1: I I will second that.
2: <laughs> guys, we're friends though, right? So it, you know it's okay. Yeah, friends, it's, so it's, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's we're okay. friends, so it's okay that yeah. I lie to you every okay. game we play. <laughs>
4: And but that's do. the
3: point it's a it's a game you're supposed to lie i i don't know maybe i grew up in like an extra competitive board gaming family but it was like if little brother managed to lie and steal from you so much that he won the game then kudos to little kudos brother to that guy yes he is a yeah. smart clever little guy you know like
0: yeah so
3: i i commend you for your lying in board games jesse thank you thank you're welcome
0: someone appreciates his dubious talents
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: gosh, indeed yeah, so we we loved it. We'd highly recommend it to anybody that can get a group together. And honestly, it's fine playing over Skype. Like, I think your know, webcams are obviously ideal because you can see people's faces. But having Skype run eight webcams generally does not work well, as you're probably very familiar. So use Skype, use Discord or Teamspeak or whatever, and just play that way and go by tone tone of voice and all that sort of thing. Yeah, seems like the way to go. And you've just got to figure out a weird way of on tabletop simulator of Hitler signaling to the fascists that he's Hitler at the start of the game. Which we just had uh, whoever was Hitler while his eyes were closed just wave his mouse around so his hand was all over the place on the screen. And then the fascists <laughs> open their eyes and they see the color of the hand waving around. And it's like, okay, that guy, we know that guy's Hitler now.
4: How do
2: you do that in the physical game
0: as you, Hitler? Uh, th- you thumbs up. Everyone has to extend their fist out. And gotcha. Hitler right. puts his thumb up. Well, if, I was to say, if you made
2: any movements, because everyone's eyes are closed, everyone be like, "Oh, that guy's Hitler."
0: Yeah, so, yeah. If so hands um, out, every, everyone puts their hands out, and one person puts their thumb up uh, with his eyes closed. Then the fascists open their eyes. They see the guy with the thumb up, and then they're right. like, "Okay, you can put your thumb down now." And e- the people that open their eyes are the fascists, so they they know each other immediately. So that's for the real though. Being
2: works. Hitler is like the most difficult thing. On the planet, <laughs> no one's. N- God damn it! Being Hitler is the most difficult, <laughs> the difficult thing, on, thing on the planet. No one's on your side. It's hard <laughs> if you're alone as Hitler. Poor Hitler. It's tough. It's tough for. It's tough out there for a Hitler. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but uh, there's a there's a nice little feature in Tabletop sim called the Blindfold, which they just added. The problem is it's not good for that game because... It literally tells you in chat. Lo- yeah, it logs it. So basically whoever turns off their blindfold, it immediately tells you in the chat window so you know who the fascists are. So you can't use it. Uh, but, you know, some people are like, you should play The Resistance. Like, I'm going to be honest, like, I... There's, there's an interesting thing with board games. I think this is the case with video games as well, but board games in particular, because board games like to re-theme and recycle mechanics a lot, where basically there are board game releases that make other board games obsolete. Like where mm. you think, look, this game is quite similar, but it's better. So I'm going to retire this game in favor of that. And I think I would retire The Resistance in favor of Secret Hitler or Avalon, which is obviously also a Resistance game in favor. of it. I just think it's a better game yeah i really do so it's great check it out yourself have a look again free print and play version on the website and of course do support the physical edition when it comes out in a few months because i can't imagine it's going to be very expensive nice and cheap card game really fun and congratulations to those guys for putting together such a compelling game it was one of the most fun experiences i've had in years i'd say and i really want to do it again so we will I want to see what will be an obvious Pax East presence by them because you
2: know they'll do it, and I want to see what. Well, that I mean, looks the like. Cards Against oh Humanity guys
0: will always at those shows,
2: so. right? So yeah. I want to see what this looks like. What a secret they have! Hitler like, booth
3: looks like swag that's like sticky little Hitler mustaches that everyone can Oh, there. probably.
1: <laughs> probably that's <laughs> that's a
3: free that, idea, guys. You go. Yeah, ahead and take there you that. go. Yeah, that
1: for free. Yeah. yeah, next one's gonna cost you. Oh yeah. my <laughs> god.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty great, pretty great. What else has everyone been playing this week? What would they like to bring up?
1: Um, Sam and I uh, found out that the enhanced edition of Divinity Original Sin has couch co-op. It does,
0: yes. Yeah, which is quite unusual for that genre.
1: Great. It's so well done. It like seamlessly goes from you're sharing the same screen to the second you're not in the same place. It goes to split screen. Whoa. you come back into each other's area. it goes to full screen and it's not jarring. I thought that it was gonna be really jarring and it's not at all. Um, all of the like ways that the menu works and everything. it just it just works. It's nice because we were so our internet uh, is biffing up quite a bit and it was yes. Yeah, arguing with Time Warner Cable for like two That's days. Always fun. Did you win that <sighs>
2: argument? Lol, lol,
1: Nick, No one ever defeats Time Warner Cable.
2: Uh,
0: I, I I disagree. Here's the thing if you buy business class, they agree with everything you say.
3: Yeah,
2: but you're paying <laughs> them to agree with you,
3: I'm okay with you're that. Them a <laughs> lot I'm entirely of money okay you're with, with that for the
0: reduced hassle.
3: Dude, I tried to buy a business from Comcast for the same reason. They wouldn't even let me buy it. Well, I was why? like, Com- hey, can you sure. enable this thing on my account? They were like, no, we can only do that if you're a business. And I was like, okay, can you make me a business? And they are like, no. Why? Why not? I, mean, I, I could not understand why. The I, rules are the rules. I tried to consider myself a fairly educated, like, fairly intelligent person, but I could not for the life of me, no matter how many people I talked to, figure out why they would not add some protection to my account or let me become a business. Huh. And I was finally defeated. It's like
0: I want to give you more money. I
1: know. Yeah, I'm trying to give you more of it's my like heart. We, we don't want. Bills. We don't want
0: you to do that. It's like, what are no. you talking about? <laughs> yes, no. but anyway. So sorry, Dodger. Back to the uh, Divinity uh. original sinning. Yes.
1: But yeah, Divinity Divinity is already fun. That game winds up being really, really fun couch co-op. Um, I we were looking for a game that we could play without internet that was like more of an adventure co-op game. And we're like, oh, maybe we should do Divinity since like they have couch co-op now. I wound up getting so addicted to it. We were playing it constantly while he was here. It was so so fun. Um, aside from that, I finally played Aviary Attorney, and that game oh, is yes. great. Was it? Yeah, it's so good. Oh, I haven't it's, played it yet. It's it sounds like a, great. It's a big goof on the Ace Attorney games. So it's like it's all all of the artwork is um, is like newspaper stamp style uh all of the characters are different animals and you are a not so well-known bird lawyer who (laughs) is trying to solve murders and things and uh it has lots of just really good goofs and it it constantly kind of confuses you like you'll do things and be like wow that was really easy that's some like Poor, poor game development. There, you know, a little too easy, and then you'll find out why it was too easy, right? Like everything is very intricately put together. It's like a ten-hour game, and I'm, uh, I'm like an act and a half into it, like four hours in, but it's really, really fun.
0: I love the, I love the art style. The the, art style style blows me away.
1: It's straight up like, yeah, just sort of just people with animal heads. So it's like a lion, but with human hands smoking cigars, (laughs) and like, and yeah, Sparrowson—he's just got like human hands behind his back, and it weirds me out so bad. But at the same time, I'm like, I love this. I love it so much. Um, Yeah, it's great. I was really, really excited for this game to come out. You were so glad that I I do. I should
0: play it because I played every Ace Attorney game, and I love them like that. I
1: think you would like it. I think you would like it a lot. Um, it does things with that genre. You can tell that these people played Ace Attorney a lot, and they were like, what can we do to sort of goof off of this genre? And it winds up being really good, so. And people have said that the very last case is, like, a super mindfuck, and I can't wait. <laughs> That's an not, elephant. They're not gonna be things!
0: That, that is a that is a German elephant that is trying said. to sell me chocolate. Okay, sold. I'm buying this game, definitely. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, I would have to this game, but, yeah. It's that... <laughs> I've I, I, I been putting off playing it, and I probably shouldn't have.
3: Any game that's like, but, but get this, the humans, they're actually animals, is like an obvious plus one for me. Like, oh, Same here. I like that more now.
1: <laughs> Same here. Any MMO that's like, I mean, you can be humans, elves, etc. Or you can be a cat boy. I'm like, I'm in. Yep. Where totally. do I sign up to play that cat Invested. boy? Mm-hmm. Help. Help me out. Here's my wallet. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Great. Yeah, this game, really, really fun so far. Yeah, uh, that
0: looks really cool.
1: Other than that, finally put Niko Atsume on my phone. That's been a shit show. Oh, God. Cats, I haven't cats, gotten a Maid Cat yet. I'm really depressed about it because I have the cafe out. Maid Cat, I don't know what I got to do to get you all up in my business, but... Oh, fat Cat. Fat Cat's my favorite. <laughs> fat ca- tubs? Tubs is my tubs. favorite, too. Everybody's it's like, Tubs cat. is an asshole because he shows up and just eats all of your food in one go, no. but... Tubbs is the man. He leaves you so much fish. He's great.
2: What up? I'm Tubbs. That's how Tubbs sounds.
1: He's great. So the two (laughs) special cats that I've seen so far are just Tubbs and Bob the cat. And I've just left the cafe out waiting for that sweet, sweet maid cat one day. She's going to show up. I'm going to be so jazzed about it. Um, Yes. I just want to point out
2: this one stupid game is now it has more merchandise coming out this year than I, I think anything in the world. It, it's the stupid... I don't understand it. I don't
0: understand it, but there's so much crap coming out for this game. And you you just, don't like, understand why a bunch of, like, cute stylized cats would be good merchandise?
2: Well, all right. Hashtag the internet. I get it, but I think it's stupid. <laughs> I think it's stupid.
1: So great.
0: I know Jen um, has been playing a bunch of it.
1: Fortunately, the two first cats that you get are a totally black cat and a totally white cat. So I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to rename them to Sherlock and Watson." And they show up all the time because they're the like easiest cats to lure over. So I understand why Jess
0: is Salty now. The Nico Atsumi subreddit is twice the size of his. <laughs> he got his ass kicked Wait, by a mobile cat game.
1: Wait, what the fuck even goes on on a subreddit for yeah, Nico? Atsume? I don't even I don't even use my People subreddit. People are mostly so...
0: just drawing cats. That, that that seems to be what's happening. You've nailed,
2: you've nailed me, TB. I'm super jealous.
0: You are super jealous. jealous. That's why you don't so like jealous. it. Yeah. Obviously. If only it.
2: I had a Reddit account, I might actually give a shit. <laughs> um, if only wait. I ever used Reddit, I might care. But this
1: picture is amazing, to be fair. Tub of the Hut. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
3: that is that is
0: one large cat. I don't know if I can okay. show that on screen. I, no, not, It's It's too large a cat to fit in my video window. I remember
3: oh. when I was introduced to this game, oh, it was Rachel Querico, Seltzer Please, was playing it. And I was like, oh, what are you playing? I generally like, every, you know, I like to learn about every new game. What is it? Oh, it's, uh, you know, I I get these cats. And I'm like, okay, how do you get them? I, you know, I just, I get them. They well, just show what, up. Why, why do you get them? I don't, because I, I want them. You put what? out food and toys. Yeah, and, and then and the they cats come. Yeah. Well, how long do you have to wait? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs>
0: Well, it's a surprise.
3: (laughs) It's literally. I'm trying so hard, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, I get the cute cat thing, but it's one of those games that I haven't yet been like, I need to play this because I'm like, okay, I'll. Well, because I mean, it's
0: barely a game. Is it? There's no need to play this. It's a game in the sense that Tiny Tower is a game. You just do things and things happen. There's no real decision making involved in it, right? (gasps) Ginger brought me a
1: memento called a clean handkerchief. I'm so excited. (laughs) The,
3: the clincher was that, I was like, okay, well, how do you do stuff? She's like, well, it's all in Japanese, so I can't really read it, and I'm yep. not sure what I'm doing. But my I know arm, that if I push these colors, then this will happen. But other than that, I'm still figuring it out. like <laughs> This That's is way really too funny. frustrating for me.
0: That's a lot of effort that she put in to actually I play know. this game. That's more than She's I been would playing expect. playing it
1: forever. Oh, my. forever. Oh.
0: Yeah, it's kind of I, I guess it's I guess it's 2016's Tamagotchi, I suppose. Uh, nope.
1: I'm going to put out some deluxe tuna and see if I can get a dope cat to show you guys. A dope cat? We'll see. Speaking of Tamagotchi, did you guys
3: see that there was a Twitch Plays Tamagotchi going on a couple weeks no, ago? No. stop. How, how there was you,
0: you barely That's even awesome. play Tamagotchis though, There was do you? a like...
3: robot that someone built that would push the Tamagotchi buttons. Oh that my is god. Way too According to Twitch chat. Yeah. And I thought they'd
0: just do something like play the Game Boy version of Tamagotchi, but no, they actually went all it was out with that.
3: actual one, yeah.
0: Could have at least done Digimon. At least you could do something in that game. Tamagotchi is just like, feed me, the original, clean up though, my shit. <laughs> feed me, clean up my shit. It's like, no, this, is, this isn't fun.
3: There's a really cool picture of me in like sixth grade with my Tamagotchi on a chain around my neck because I was a really, really cool kid.
0: Yeah, I mean, that sounds yeah. really hip.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so I was a Tamagotchi fan. Tamagotchi was the original, not DigiPets or NanoPets or any, you know.
0: Can I just I point ha- out that Dodger literally just said this in chat? <laughs> sashimi has the best price and return rate, but I almost never get new catsmen. Thank you. Somebody for- said
1: it's all about sashimi, and I was saying Very about-
0: important information there, Dodger. Thank the you cost- for that.
1: Because sashimi costs five gold fish and there's always like a decent likelihood (laughs) that a cat will leave you five gold fish after they eat the sashimi so it has a good return rate on it
0: you're talking about investing fake food into fake cats and what the base cost effectiveness (laughs) and roi is on this fake sashimi
3: I just love the way you said goldfish. Like this accepted currency, obviously <laughs> this, this is legal tender Damn it. Oh man. Jesse is not impressed much. He impress <laughs> no he's not.
0: Much. Uh, uh
2: uh-huh. No, I'm used to it though. Okay. This, this, this so you got tuna. <laughs>
4: Okay, so the thing is, if I were to
3: download it, I'm sure I would totally get addicted to it.
0: Probably. It happened to Jen for a good amount of time. Uh, Every time I went to bed, she was in there with the iPad and I'm like, you're playing that cat game, aren't you? Like, yep. And then I'd sit down and play my stupid pay to win Star Wars game, and she's like, You're playing that Star Wars game. Like, yep. (laughs) We are both horrible people. (laughs) Oh my. I
3: understand that game more than I understand, and I cannot even remember the name of this game, but Mini Wheat was playing this game where you bred. I'm sorry, bread being the verb. You, bre- you bread you bred a
0: them. cat. You, 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 yes. So is it a live cat that you put inside a loaf of bread or do you turn the cat into a loaf of bread somehow? I mean, does you, the cat die in this process?
3: I watched him play it for a while and as far as I understand, you attract cats and then you take bread and put it on the cats so they look like a little kitty sandwich. <laughs> Not that you're going to eat it, you just put the bread on it. Okay. And then you have breaded the cat. I, I, I mean, I can't
0: imagine they tolerate that for very long.
3: This is the extent of how I understand this game, and that's why I was, I was so confused. It was like the back away slowly feeling of that game. If anyone, pray tell us in chat if you know that game or why. Cat.
0: I, I or don't. ask
3: Minui, because he was certainly very good at it.
0: Yeah. He, he next he'll be setting them on fire. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, this is a gateway I, to horrible things.
3: <laughs> I was like, what do you, you? You bred them? Yes, you bred the cats. Why? cuz that's what you do.
0: I mean, it, I mean, is bread in that uh, I suppose bread in that respect is a transitive verb as opposed to the general definition cuz I mean, if I were to say bread a cat, I would assume that you rolled it in egg and then right. covered it in breadcrumbs. That would be breading the cat. But if you're adding actual bread then it would count as a transitive verb in that particular circumstance.
2: Holy shit, we are the worst podcast this is the worst ever, show ever on was. the internet. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god.
3: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we are <Yeah>. literally Kitler. <laughs> like oh my <laughs> i needed someone to suffer with me from my lack it was like the the lack of understanding i had was so confusing
1: it's reminding me of that gift set of gordon ramsay where he's looking at a girl he has two pieces of bread on either side of her face he says what are you an, and idiot, sandwich. Says, an idiot sandwich <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I love that Speaking of, um, I uh, we we have started the new addiction. We we finished all of the st- uh, Cutthroat Kitchen that was on Netflix, and now we started Chopped, and I can't get enough of that. Chopped fucking is so Chopped.
1: good. Chopped That's, is great. I've been trying to tell everybody how great Chopped is. The,
0: the problem is that Food Network, for some reason, seems to make it very hard to watch its stuff. Like they have collections on Netflix which is just like here's a series or two with Chopped there's 29 seasons of Chopped and they've got 24 episodes on Netflix only so I'm yeah. going to be through that it's pretty damn tricky. soon Yeah but Here's uh, the good news
1: so Here's the
2: good news if you own cable Chopped is on 27 hours a day <laughs> like that is I don't have cable Chopped anymore
1: No 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 it alternates Chopped and Driver's Dinance and dives yes. <laughs>
2: never get enough or Guys Grocery Games which is also another thing that's on constantly but yes what chopped is guys' grocery is like, games? Uh, oh, chopped, God. but for like Gaffetti fans. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, hey guys, we're in my grocery store, and if you like, go run around and collect things in the. Gro- it's That's basically supermarket take- sweep,
0: but with cooking. Yes, but they
2: have to make it.
0: They have to actually make for the thing.
2: for judges, and then people get cut as they go yeah. on. So it's like, yeah, you got to go run around and get grocery food and, and make something out of it, but you can only use hot dogs, and then it shows like the brand of hot dogs, and guys like. Ding. It's the most <laughs> sell piece of shit there ever
0: was. They actually show the brand. Wow. So on Cutthroat Kitchen, they deliberately replaced the boxes yes. with fake versions nope, of the... this You one's can clearly doctor. tell what the brand is, but they've like redone the label in such a way. Mm-hmm. It's like uh this is uh uh no Nola. Here's a bottle of no Nola. It's like what? Come on. It's <laughs> <laughs> exact same shape of bottle as Coke and whatever. yeah uh, I like when they're I- like,
2: use this taffy candy and it's literally just a Laffy Taffy
0: bar but it has yeah. like
2: scratched off it's like- <laughs> yeah
0: they definitely do that uh, uh, job is great I just I want to find a place online where I can watch all of it and not have to like I don't want to have to pirate 29 seasons of a cooking show I shouldn't have to do that in 2016 don't you realize this is current year people really I mean it's I shouldn't have to do that to
3: trade money for viewing experiences that's it would sure.
0: You know, I mean, if only there was a way that I could do that. Hmm. <sighs> hmm. It's not on Hulu. It's not on Amazon Prime. It's not on Netflix. Like, How many more goddamn on-demand video services do I need in order to get everything <laughs> I want?
1: You know... It's not um, on
0: Crunchyroll either. Disgusting, really.
1: The thing that really broke my heart was I got Sam into watching Hell's Kitchen while I was in England because Hell's Kitchen is on Netflix in England. Yes, it is. Then we came back here... And we were like, oh, we should keep watching Hell's Kitchen. And it's not on. We yeah. don't have Hell's Kitchen on the American Netflix. I was uh, like, no. no. Here's the thing. A, lot of the
2: sh- a lot of the shows we have on TV here are Netflix original
0: series over there. Yeah. Which is oh.
2: crazy to me.
0: Yeah, that's a bit insane. Huh. The
3: struggle.
0: The struggles.
3: So, you know, cat games.
1: Cat games. Yeah, cat games
0: and <laughs> chops. Chops, fucking great. I'm sorry, is it is. I still haven't watched great.
3: that, but I'm going to have to. It's too oh,
0: you
2: should do it. It's.
0: I am going to be some
3: MasterChef.
2: There's literally, yeah. like, you can just tune into one episode because none of it matters. You're just like, no, I'll watch this one episode, and you'll be like, here's the problem with Chopped. The problem with Chopped is it follows the same format so much that you know exactly when the commercial break's about to happen. You're just like, and we're going to reveal him. It's like, all right, yeah, no, all right. I got, like, ten <laughs> minutes. I'll be back.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that's why you'd want to watch it on Netflix or something like that. Apparently, well, they're, they're, like, I know they have happens? an app that allows you to watch some stuff, but I don't know how much. It's like, am I going to go on Pirate Bay and download the 700 gigabyte rip of Chopped or whatever? It's like, yes, where am I even going to store that? Like, come on.
3: On your Chopped hard drive. Do that it. is specifically i mean, the yeah. game. a yeah. one
0: terabyte drive. You can watch
2: the episode where the judges have to cook. Oh, it's so good, TB.
3: That oh, one is we,
1: good. I really liked that They, one. they do
0: theme some of the we, we, The first one we saw... Of that show was viewers pick the ingredients and it was the most fucked up Right, I- I'm gonna tell you this the people on Pinterest are evil. Like <laughs> Pinterest is literally Hitler. They are the secret Hitler because of the <laughs> of the three social media things they use, these Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Pinterest is the one that came up with fucking the worst. Like there's like, like what? Um what's the name can you remember the name of that fruit that smells like literal death? Um Oh, Jen and Chat will probably let me know in the forty-five seconds when she sees this. Uh, I, I think it goes with a D. A D um, uh, let's uh, let's Google it. Uh,
3: Durlin. Possibly,
0: durian. Du- durian. Durian. Yes, it's durian. So
3: the durian fruit smells like hot poop. Garbage is what. You know, yeah, it I apparently Googled
0: has it. the worst smell of any fruit in in the entire world. Um, I wonder what it tastes like? It yeah, doesn't taste that? good at all. You've got to be very very careful with how you prepare it. Uh so they gave you them durian uh Wait, so lime was- gelatin. This so is, this is an is appetizer the- by the way. Oh, oh,
2: so this is yeah. round one was
0: Pinterest. Yeah, so it was, it, yeah, Pinterest picked this. Durian lime gelatin, imitation crab meat and crunchy cheese curls.
2: Ew! That's amazing. That's amazing. How do you make that into a meal? The answer is you
0: basically don't. Like, yeah, I
1: don't think anybody was successful. Right? One person
0: managed to kind of maybe get it a bit, but everyone screwed it up. Like, I I know a lot of people just tried to hide the durian because they're like, we know this is awful. We're going to use as little as possible and bury it in flavors. Uh, They just—they had no idea. They—it actually got so bad that there was one chef who was visibly pissed off and actually said this: "Like, if we." knew that we were coming on the viewer choice episode we wouldn't have come like we wanted we wanted to be on a regular episode this is bullshit basically like it was was really bad oh my god it was yeah so chopped chopped is great love it
3: i'm always so interested on fruits like that like who was the first one who walked up to a durian tree and was like you know what i bet we could eat that and like pulled it down and tried to prepare it who
1: did that oh never mind (laughs)
2: I mean, you know, I've eaten my own shit before, so it can't be any worse. But that
1: guy. That's <laughs> that the guy. guy, I guess. Yeah. yeah.
3: He's
2: like, oh, wow, right. this is
1: much
3: better. <laughs> oh yeah. god.
0: Imagine if the next basket was from 4chan.
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> Jesus. Oh
0: my god. Oh,
2: how are we supposed to kick
0: <laughs> How are we supposed to cook <laughs> a bunch of dragon dildos? That doesn't make <laughs> any sense. This basket contains dragon dildos. Three Jews. <laughs> it's just like, no. No. Stop, please.
1: It's,
0: it's like, chicken tendies. Like, no. Stop. Dino uh,
1: nuggets. It's oh, it's
0: real it's shit. A, and a Guy Fawkes mask.
3: <laughs> Elevated chicken nuggets. Or, or, what did you say? Dino nuggets. Elevated Dino nuggets. nuggets. Absolutely. <laughs> I like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, God what about from something awful uh open the basket hot pockets more <laughs> hot pockets
1: <laughs>
0: yeah it's oh, nah. just only hot pockets yeah that's all it is flavors. it's just four yeah. different flavors of hot pockets yeah yeah and you have to make a cake it's the dessert round <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did, see, Twi- I start, i'm start. i like
3: ooh, i wonder what they could do with that this sounds interesting hot pocket sounds interesting what would be
0: in twitch chat's basket
3: Oh, no. Kappa's. Kappa, 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 kappa. I mean, kappa, 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 kappa isn't...
0: Kappa. Kappa's not really a food, is it? Pasta. Oh, obviously could, pasta. Oh, yeah. oh
1: yeah. Pasta, no. yeah. Pasta. Picnics. Stuff that we go yeah, to picnic. Picnics, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. Um, you, you open it up,
2: you open it up, and there's just a letter inside of what you did wrong last round. <laughs> <laughs> that's all, that's all there is.
3: <laughs> and spam. There's spam, too.
0: Yep. Yeah. Spam. Yeah. Salt. Salt, 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 salt and spaghetti. A <laughs> oh, mob spaghetti would be in there. That's true. Oh, yeah, it yeah.
3: would. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh
0: my god. Oh, my god. Oh, there we go. I knew there's a reason we talked about this. <laughs>
3: totally oh, irrelevant. It makes total great, sense.
0: Great. Great. <laughs> Athen's <fiend's> gamer nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's perfect. Oh, oh, my. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, I was going to talk about Warframe, but that was much more fun. <laughs> <laughs> would you
1: still like to talk about Warframe? Uh,
0: yeah, I can do a little bit more on Warframe. I'm not, I'm not going to go too in, in on it, because uh, we already talked a lot about it last week. But yeah, we're still playing. Jen's actually started playing, which surprised me, because I didn't think it would be the kind of game she'd be into. But I did consistently badger and harass her into <laughs> doing it. So that's probably got something to do with it. But... It, it's been going really well. We've been having fun. We did run into some server problems that was an absolute nightmare, but we've been running the harder levels. We've been doing some nightmare mode stuff, getting some really cool mods, unlocking new things. I mean, that game really is just about acquiring more stuff. You know, very, very Diablo-esque in that regard. Get more loot. The more mm-hmm. powerful loot you have, the bigger stuff you can kill for even bigger loot, etc., etc., etc. Yeah, that's what Warframe is in a nutshell. I, I will say, like, the thing that we certainly discovered about Warframe is that it is a game where you need a wiki to understand <laughs> a lot of the stuff. It's it's ridiculous as to how obtuse some of the systems are in that game and how little they properly explain to you. It's, it's, it's ludicrous in that respect. They really need to sort the new user experience out, I feel. But outside of that, we've been having a lot of fun with it. Very fun. We, we built our own clan dojo. Did I tell you about Ceiling Dog?
4: Ceiling Dog?
0: I don't believe I did. Okay, so in this game, you can build your own clan dojos, which is basically a guild hall. So you start building it, and you get one room to start with, which is your basic hall, and you start to add rooms on, and you actually design it. So you start off with maybe a T-junction... From here, from this door. So then you can put a room here and a room here. So you, you design the whole thing. And it contains various things like a sparring room and labs. You know, the labs you use to research items, which will give you access to new gear for your clan. So that's one of the reasons to do it. You can build what are called solar rails, which allow you to contest these various areas on the map and not so much of a PvP thing, but a kind of pseudo PvP to take control of a sector. And you can then tax that sector for people to enter it and all that kind of thing. So that's all kind of done through the clan system. But the cool thing about the clan system is that Warframe has a lot of visual customization in it. It's called Fashion Frame for a good reason, like or Space Barbie, <laughs> as a lot of people like to call it, because you can, <laughs> you can very heavily customize your weapons the way that your Warframe looks, and also your ship. You have your own ship. And inside you can place things. So my ship is currently decorated like Christmas and it's got uh, a lot of, of little b- collectible bobbleheads everywhere and all that sort of thing. You can have a, a little kind of alien dog creature which you can take out on missions and you can pet it to give it a damage boost and all that Yay! sort of
4: thing. Because,
0: of course, you can. You can give it a little Santa hat. And the uh, the clan halls can be customized. And the first thing that we did, instead of building a useful thing, we went to decorations. like, holy shit, this is a giant bronze dog. We must <laughs> build the giant bronze dog. So we invest... <laughs> Actual premium currency into doing this, by the way. Real money was spent to build this dog. Yay! and We put this giant dog in the middle of the room. And it's like, I wonder if we could put the same dog, but on the ceiling.
4: <laughs> yes. So
0: we did. And now our initiation for the clan is that anyone who wishes to join the clan it is a YouTuber-only clan, so don't even ask. It's, you have to get to the dog and hang on the dog, and then you gain its power and its blessing. And then you, <laughs> then you are allowed into the clan, Truly. So, is it, it
3: hanging like feet like first from the think. ceiling? Feet
0: first from the ceiling, yes. It's it's fifty feet in the air, so you have to wall run basically to get there, and then do a a big jump halfway across the room and grab onto it. uh So it's actually That's a little awesome. bit tricky, but you have to reach the dog in order to be accepted into the clan. There's like there's five of us. It's just a little. It's kind of a cool game because it um it scales the clan research costs and things based on the number of members you have. So you can have a tiny little clan with just your know, few friends, and it's actually reasonable to research items and things. So, yeah, strippin has not yet made it to the dog, so he's not a true member yet, but he will get <laughs> there. We believe. We believe that Strippin will achieve a higher level of being.
1: I believe in you, honey. Did any of you <laughs> touch the dog? Bless you.
0: Well, I bought the dog, so I felt I didn't have to. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. But, but everyone, else, everyone else got to the dog. I have actually made the jump to the dog. It has happened. So it's all I, good.
3: I am 100% <laughs> for... <laughs> spending real money on cosmetics that enhance Absolutely. your experience in a game. Absolutely, 100% for it.
0: Yep. Heroes Love of
3: it. the Storm. First time I logged in. Rainbow Unicorn mount for $20. Yep.
0: That's sold. what I did. Straight yeah. up. <laughs> first thing I did was buy that damn Rainbow Unicorn immediately. Oh, yeah.
3: I think we rode on our magical unicorns together. In yeah, fact, we in were playing a uh,
0: technical alpha in the first week, yeah. I think. And we, we had a squad of rainbow unicorn people. It was
3: And I have not regretted that purchase for one moment. No, and I, I don't keep think trying so. to explain to people, you know, our elders who don't understand these things or whoever. Our elders.
0: Yes. yes. The
3: elders. Yes. The yes. Elders. <laughs> who are like, why would you pay $20 to make pixels look different? And I'm like, because that's the whole point. It's the experience that I'm getting out of the game.
2: I'm making it look different. That's the point.
3: My (laughs) eyes are taking in rainbows instead of brown. This is very, it's a very easy concept for me, but yeah. So I commend you on the bronze dog.
0: Yep. Bronze dog is great. We, we, we have our own little water garden, a Zen water garden in there as well. And, we need to customize Aww. that. You can bu- you can build eight, I think, or seven different kinds of drum that all play a different tone. So you can literally play music in the game What? by cool. setting up a set of drums, which we thought was really awesome. Uh, it, they just they uh, that game they've added so much stuff to it because they realized that people love the cosmetic stuff, so they added a shitload of it, <laughs> like just awesome. huge amounts. And it's great because it does give people a reason to to buy stuff. You know, you you can buy items in the game, but they're also very easily acquired through uh, farming. So you know if you just want to skip the grind, you can kind of do that. and it's we've we've had a lot of fun with it so far. We've been trying different frames and different weapons out. We've been trying harder content, and we're eventually gonna be you know we're doing the tier four stuff and then we're gonna be doing this uh what are called the corrupted dragon key runs, which involve you getting these really rare mods that have debuffs and stuff on. So yeah, we dig it. we dig it it is uh, it's great. We've been playing it a lot. It's definitely got its problems, but I think it's a really, really fun game i I, my conclusion is that this is my dynasty warriors now i understand why people like dynasty warriors and this is my dynasty warriors
2: i can't hate you for that
0: i can't hate you for it yeah slashing up hundreds of enemies as a space ninja while doing backflips i have a i have a blade i have a sword that has a shotgun in it and i can use both you know (laughs) i slash away at them and then do a double flip and then do a double shotgun blast it's like this is awesome if I was 13, this would be the best game ever. As it stands, I'm 31, and it's merely a good game. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm...
3: You and Jenna play together most of the time? We,
0: uh, she's only just started, but we intend to, to play a little bit together. I'm obviously a bit further on in the game, but the cool thing is that if you are introducing somebody new to the game and it's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to be stupidly overpowered, so I'm kind of going to ruin their experience just by killing everything, you can literally just equip a different Warframe and gun, and that basically puts mm-hmm. you right back to level one immediately. Like the oh. game doesn't have a traditional level system. The gear has levels, so oh. if my gear is max level, I'm pretty powerful. But I can swash, swap to a new frame that doesn't have any of that stuff and instantly kind of go back to where they are. So you can That's play cool. with your friends at their level if you want, and there's That's a benefit to doing that too because as your level goes up, you level your overall account mastery level, and you know you gain stuff that way. So it's pretty cool. I like it. <laughs> it's very 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 much like Destiny, which I did not play. Because it was on console. So, this is our (laughs) our destiny, and we don't have to pay for it. So, that's pretty cool.
3: That's great.
0: Yep. All right. Does anyone else have any other games that they are just dying to tell us about? I mean, I'd love to tell you a bit about Dragon's Dogma, but kind of can't. It's still under embargo. When does that actually come out? Friday? You know, you know,
2: Dragon's Dogma, that game that came out years In ago. In 2012. When did that come out?
0: I mean, I could easily talk about it because, you know, the game is obviously the same. I can't talk about the PC port until Thursday, I believe. And I will let people know. But I have, I've only played a few hours so far, but I'm noticing a ton of interesting new ideas that kind of come from, I suppose, the Japanese development perspective of what's basically a Western kind of dark fantasy game. Question
2: for you. Did they keep the fantastic intro Intro song? Intro music, I have to know. I believe they did.
4: It's so good. It's pretty good. It's
2: so out of place and weird and amazing. It's It's perfect. It's
1: practically perfect in every way.
0: Yeah. So I've been having, uh, so far, some pretty good fun with it. I do like the fact that your companions just do stuff like they were were an actual companion instead of just standing around waiting for them to you to tell them you go to a town they'll just run off and start looting stuff because they can <laughs> so they, you know that's Plus great can, the combat system is a lot of fun you can pretty much make them whoever you want which is fantastic there's so. a lot of visual customization.
2: Myself and Brian of Tarth ran around and destroyed everyone. I you can make a very Brienne, Brienne of, of Tarth, Tarth was like, character. Yeah, go kick yeah. ass, Brienne. It was great.
0: Yeah, oh you yeah. Know, you can you can create a, a you know a fat mage right off the bat. The weird thing is that weight actually affects your performance in the game to some degree. So mm. I, I believe like heavier characters like can't jump as high or they move slower, but they maybe have a different advantage or whatever so it's it's pretty pretty cool apparently uh dark arisen does not have that song uh, so that's unfortunate i did not know that but so far I'm, I'm having quite a lot of fun with the game just because there's so it's so different to a lot of other action rpgs that i've played it has got a bit of monster in there but a little bit of dark souls in there a little bit of diablo in there a little bit of dragon age in there there's you know, it's a nice little melding and I do like it when the Japanese do try and make kind of a Western-style fantasy game, because they always come up with something interesting. You know, the last time they did it, they came up with Dark Souls. So, <laughs> yeah, I dig that. Or Demon Souls, I suppose, before that. But it's... Yeah, I, I... So far, I'm liking the game a lot. I'm going to have to put a lot more time into it before I really figure out my proper opinion on it. But it's interesting enough to make me want to keep playing it. And I believe that's coming out January the 15th, which is, in fact, Friday on PC. And it's 30 bucks. So... They're not making the mistake of pricing a three-year-old game at full price, so I can kind of dig that. Yeah, so that's that. Cool, let's take a break. Oh, let's not.
3: Oh, I was just going to... I was wondering, did you guys play Life is Strange?
0: Yeah.
3: I only just started. I played the first chapter, and I started playing it because someone was like, hey, it's supposed to be based on Oregon teens. You should play it as someone who was an Oregon teen.
1: I was also an Oregon teen, and I can tell you right now, it's not how anybody I know yes, acted too. or That's talked exactly ever. What it,
3: I was streaming it. I was laughing so hard because I was like, if this is who I was as a teenager, then I was checked out because <laughs> I do not remember any of this.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: So, I mean, not much to say about it, obviously, because like most of what you would say about it is spoilers. But I just thought it was really, really funny. The The... The French perception of what it would be like to grow up in an Oregon coastal town. <laughs> yeah.
0: that, that is bizarre. I haven't quite finished that game yet. I'm told the ending is a little bit strange, but
3: ha, strange.
1: nonsense. Ha. Strange
0: because it's, cause it's li- life. It's all about life.
1: Just much much like life.
0: Uh, uh, yes, indeed. You say life is strange. What is the fucking tornado? What the hell? Can is I just on? tell
2: you guys something that I just learned that is shocking to me? Yes. The intro to the original Dragon's Dogma, who is is by Bees... It's Bees Into Free is the name of the song, I think. It does into not free. exist. It's not it on YouTube. It does not exist on YouTube at all. It's it been wiped and off it. It's been Everything. Yeah. The only, there's covers and, the, like, when people upload a song way too fast versions of it, but the song is gone. It does not exist anymore. That's Here's the so thing. That's so
0: sad. It's not surprising. I mean, this... Japanese developers have a really weird relationship with YouTube, as in they don't understand it and they do really fucked up things hate with it. it. They yeah. kind of do, you know. That this is the same. I mean, it's not obviously the same company. That do this. Capcom was historically pretty bad. I know. Like, obviously, the US division of Capcom is very, very YouTuber friendly, but the Japanese end not so much. And there have been problems with various companies like Square Enix. Recently, had that ridiculous thing that said. You can't stream uh, Dragon Quest heroes. We won't let you. Yeah. Like, and you can't you know and under these specific circumstances, you can make a video, but you can't use any of the music or anything like that. and I'm like, screw you, you know like, you, you can't enforce that on me. If you, if you want to enforce it, you issue me a DMCA, and I will counterclaim it, you know? They, yeah. But they're they very, very controlling. The Japanese in particular are very, very controlling about YouTube. You know, I almost had my channel shut down three years ago by Sega for doing nothing more than showing a 20-year-old Sega Saturn game on my channel. <laughs> they almost wiped uh, my channel off the internet, you know? Geez. So There is, there do, is an 18-second
2: version of a part of the song. So if you want to know what it was like.
0: Just a yeah. brief little touch of what just, it was. Well, I can tell you what, was... I ain't playing that on the show. If that's what happens to videos that have that, t- no, I'm not going anywhere with that. <laughs> yeah, I, We're they, playing they something they else legit entirely. They
2: removed the theme song from the game on re-release. That's cr- I'm so glad I have a, an Xbox version of that game. Yeah. I'm so thrilled I can go back now, which will happen today, just to watch it. Because it's so out of place and so over the top and so like wonderfully animu in itself that it's just like... <laughs> It's great. It's
0: great. Oh, man. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the news and the releases, and then there will be shameless plug going on. You are watching the Co-Optional Podcast. Do not go anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast for the final 45 minutes or so of the show. Uh, Jesse, <laughs> you were rocking out there for whatever reason. I,
2: hold on, I have to I found mute found a song. I found it on G4. Oh, my God. I didn't know G4 still had a website. <coughs> they do, though
0: g still exists?
2: Dude, I mean, that it song doesn't, but it's so good. <laughs> it's it's basically like you're watching the intro to a good anime. It's so good. It 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 has no place being in that game whatsoever, because there's nothing else <laughs> like it in that game at all, which kind of explains why they got rid of it, but it's so charming as an intro that I have no problem with it. It was wonderful.
0: I will try and hunt that down. Cheers. I'll well, have to be careful about adding it to my playlist. Apparently, if I do that, I'll get copyright strike from the heavens. So let's avoid that for the time being. <laughs> Please don't. All right, let's, let's, talk, about,
3: down. let's
0: talk about news. Uh, shall we start with the comical or shall we start with the Oculus? Oh, my God. Oculus. Uh, uh, Oculus or yeah. comical? Oculus. Oculus? Okay. Oculus, All Oculus. right. Okay. The Oculus Rift has now finally got a price. It was open for pre-ordering a few days back. and Wait, the price, this is the comical one? or This is not the comical one. The comical <laughs> one is the Sony story that we'll talk about <laughs> later. But work, yes, it, it is uh, 599 <laughs> US dollars. And uh, obviously in other countries, it's going to cost you quite a bit more than that. I believe according to Rock Paper Shotgun, it was about £550, which, by the way, is not at all a correct translation of dollars to pounds. <laughs> I to say, that doesn't sound right, but sure. £530 apparently is what it cost Rock Paper Shocker to pre-order an Oculus Rift. Uh, £530 to dollars in the current ratio is $765. So Europe got screwed and Britain got screwed. Australia probably got super screwed because they always do. And America still got a $600 headset. And needless to say, this caused quite a bit of consternation and a lot of that came from the fact that in several interviews, even up to about three or so months before the unveiling of the price tag, they were kind of hinting at, at the term ballpark at around 350 bucks. So they were saying ballpark. Now, I believe the interview three months beforehand said, yeah, we're looking at a kind of $350, but it's going to be probably more than that, but it'll be in that ballpark. Now, of course, $600 is not really in the ballpark of $300, that... That is, that's one hell of a ballpark. Let me put I mean, it that way. I mean, it's in the
3: hundreds. It's a very large so ballpark.
0: A... I mean, it has the same number of digits. So it's yes. in the ballpark, really. It uses the same kind of currency. So it's <laughs> in the ballpark. <laughs> you know, it doesn't Two threes use, is doesn't a use six, goldfish. No, so... it doesn't use goldfish. It right. uses real money. So no sashimi.
1: Goldfish is real money you heathens yep. I, I, I am of
0: course aware that VAT is 20% in the UK but if my mental mathematics is correct that still does not add up to $750 but never mind
3: <laughs> but you can buy sashimi with it
0: you, you probably could I mean I think that, I don't know how much sashimi would you need to trade in order to get an Oculus Rift is the question <laughs> I now, well, since then, of course... Does I, a cat have an oculus rift? I mean, the cat could have an oculus rift, and I believe that it's how did, designed for one.
2: Get, how did a if, filthy rich cat get an oculus rift? It's a fat cat. Know, it's the corporate fat cats tuna. at work, man. Tubbs, yeah. damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Tubbs. It's always Tubbs.
0: <laughs> He's a mogul. He's a kind of crime kingpin, as it were, I think.
2: Like a hut, almost.
4: Yep. Yeah. Mm. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, some people are upset. Uh, they, the creator did an AMA on Reddit, which I think actually was a very good AMA. He was pretty upfront about everything. When people are like, you know, look, what the hell? He's like, yeah, I shouldn't have said that. And I won't be saying anything like that again in the future because they're asking, oh, because uh, so how much is the Oculus Touch going to be? It's like, nope, not making that mistake again. Mm. Um, he has explained on multiple occasions, assuming you decide to believe him, that the Oculus Rift is not being sold at a profit. And the way that Oculus is going to make money is through their Oculus store, which is very much like Steam. It is not, as some people have said, a way to lock games to the Oculus Rift platform. They, they are saying that Vive and the other platforms will be able to add support for that. So, really, the Oculus store is the Steam of VR, the kind of curated, or so they called Steam of VR. Oh. So, that they will take a cut of that, and that's how they make their money. They're saying that the Oculus Rift is not making them money because it's you know it's it's expensive tech and and to be honest I I think I believe them like I think $600 is about the price that I would have expected for a good quality VR headset
1: Me too I was not surprised to no. hear Me that it was either. around $600 mm-hmm. but I guess if I had if I had heard before that that it was going to be 300 and then they were like oh it's 600 I would have been like Pretty nice guys yeah. fucked up but yeah. like since I didn't Hearing it just as a price on its own, that didn't surprise me too much.
3: Yeah, that's that's what you pay to be an early adopter. You know, like I, I again, I was isolated as well from having heard before that it was going to be cheaper. But when that, I was like, oh, that that makes a lot of sense. And actually, that's like, if it had been seven or eight hundred dollars, I still would have been like, ah, oh, I'm not too surprised. That would have been pretty spendy, but I'm not like crazy surprised that this is the first. The first wave, if you will. And if you really want to be someone who gets part of the first wave, then that's about the kind of going rate for those kinds of tech I would feel. You know?
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah. Now, of course, a lot of people are saying, oh, well, you know, I hope the Steam VR is cheaper then. And I don't think it will be. Because by the sounds of it, the Steam VR tech is even more advanced. It, I don't see how they could make it cheaper unless they're willing to take a gigantic freaking loss on it.
3: That was the other thing I thought when I saw the price. My two thoughts were first, like, eh that's about what i thought and my second thought was i'm still not gonna buy one because i'm just gonna buy the htc vive because that yeah. thing i am like i will shill for that thing until the i day have it not out. had the
0: chance to use it have you used Me both the, the oculus and the vive up to this point
3: to be fair i used an older oculus yeah. um and i haven't used like the newer one with mm-hmm. with integrated hand thingies but um but Vive was like a life-changing experience. It was like I walked out and, and was different. It was amazing. So, so I, did,
0: did you have an experience in a room that you were able to walk around? Because that yeah. seems to be the big thing. Oculus seems to be focusing on the, sit, the seated experience, whereas Vive seems to be focusing on the you set up a room for this kind of thing.
3: The applications of Vive, because I was, I was in a room, you know, one of the testing rooms that they have at cons and stuff. um, And the applications of it were just mind-blowing. Because, of course, there were games, like I was in the secret shop, the Dota secret shop, and you could poke things and pick up things. And you could make yourself small and stand on the rafters and look down and, you know, all these things. And then there was one where you were underwater on a shipwreck and you you could see a a real life-size blue whale swim right by you so close you could touch it. And then... So all of that was really strange because I was experiencing like I really wanted to reach out and touch the whale. But it was so real that I, I couldn't make myself or like when I was in the secret shop. Touch the whale. I know. <laughs> or like the, the, the weirdest one was I was on, the, on a cliff and I wanted to step over the cliff knowing that there was a floor there because I was in a room. But I couldn't make myself because it was too real. Anyway, but one of the coolest things was that the menu, this is really weird, but the menu screen is just you in this infinite white room. And I, I, was just sitting there, and I was like, "This is the co- most calming, quiet place that I've ever just sat in." And because it just eliminates everything else around you, so it was a. Very, I wonder if there are applications for like mental health or anxiety or even just yes. like daily meditation or no oh, I'm doubt, sure you know. no yeah. doubt.
0: I mean, there, you know, there's if there, it's not the VR, but there's a fairly similar tech that's now being used to keep children calm inside um, MRIs which is basically uh, they're video goggles for all intents and purposes. They basically just play a movie, um, hmm. and they can work inside the MRI, and it's designed to keep kids calm because, obviously, an MRI is a very stressful experience. Right. So, yeah, I mean, there's definitely applications for that. I have the, um, the Gear VR for the Samsung phones. And it's by no means as good, but it's still good enough, and there are plenty of experiences in that which are just – if you want to sit in a Zen garden, you can sit in a Zen garden. There's an application where you can um, – you can use the thing on the side of; uh, it's got a controller on the side. So you you move your your um, thing around, and it, it moves the camera. And then you can sort of you can move sand around. You know, you can just kind of do the whole Whoa. like sand raking thing. It's surprisingly it's relaxing. The theater applications are. I mean, you, if on Gear VR there's a theater on the fucking moon, you can just watch a movie <laughs> on the moon, or in a, your kind of own theater. The Netflix app puts you in a little ski chalet, which <laughs> with a giant TV and a fireplace, and it's actually fun to watch stuff in that environment and it's especially useful when you don't have that space the first thing that I thought immediately upon getting that is planes you know Mm -hmm. on flying you know Mm -hmm. I think that assuming there is not a motion sickness issue with that which I don't think there will be because you know once you're in the air at cruising altitude you don't unless you're bumping around actually feel the motion of the aircraft so I think you could very easily get away with it obviously with Oculus you can't do that because you've got to plug it into a giant PC but That's not to say that you can't have such applications on an Oculus and the Vive, and I think there will be a space for that. I know that they were saying that the Oculus Store is going to curate those, what they're calling experiences, and it's not Mm -hmm. just going to be games, it's going to be experiences. So you can do a whole bunch of stuff like that.
3: That was the difference because I get really motion sick is my problem. So both Oculus and Samsung Gear, like the Gear VR, they both made me really motion sick. Weirdly enough,
0: the Gear does not make me motion sick. And I'm a very motion sick prone person. Yeah. I was the well, person yeah, that I didn't. going on Star Tours when we went to Disney after that five-minute oh, yeah. thing. I was sick as a dog when I came out oh, of that. Oh, no. I know. Really bad. I didn't
3: even go on that one. I can't anymore. Even though like it's the one thing that I want to be able to go on the most, I, can't, I get too sick.
0: I, I got way too sick on that. Way too sick. Yeah. I couldn't handle it. It's, but, but for weirdly enough, VR has not made me, at least Gear VR anyway, has not made me feel <laughs> motion sick. It may just be the stuff that I'm doing with it is not really all that arduous. And mm. it may be that if I play a high speed game on an Oculus Rift or whatever, that I might get that. But mm. it's, it is, I'm not, I'm not too worried about the price. And I'm also not too worried about the fact that it is expensive because people are now calling this the death knell for VR. It's like, oh, it's too expensive. So that means there won't be enough adopters, which means no one will make games. For it, which means it's dead on arrival. Bullshit. Just based on Oculus. Oh,
1: That's so stupid.
0: Well, it's not the only headset for one thing. Yeah. And the price is gonna go down, you know? Not only did it, we already knew that even if the headset was like two bucks, the computer that you need to run it well is still far more expensive than that. You know? Yeah. You need a thousand dollar PC really minimum to get a good experience out of a rift. Ideally more than that, because you're rendering high resolution at high frame rate it's difficult it's not the death knell at all you know i think that people you know companies that are forward thinking realize obviously that if they're creating software for enthusiast market they're more likely to sell copies you know people who have this are going to want content for it so yeah it's going to be a smaller market but it's going to be a a market with more disposable income that's more willing to spend money so that's good you and you can make money that way you absolutely can and it will eventually go down in price, and getting in on the VR market early and starting to build software for it and learning how to do it well is going to put you in a good place for later on.
3: Yeah, this is a luxury tech item. This isn't right like an yeah. everyday consumer electronic thing. So anyone that expected it to be like, just go to your local your local multi-department store and grab one it was... Not quite on the right page, I don't think.
2: Yeah, You don't uh, particularly need one right
0: now as is.
2: Like, no, it's not something you need not, to
0: have. Th- there's not enough stuff to justify yeah. it you know, if, uh, unless you are an enthusiast. There's no reason for you to own an Oculus when it comes out. Wait, nope. see how it goes, yeah. or buy so, you know buy a cheaper headset when there invariably are cheaper headsets.
3: Yeah, it's not like all your friends are going to have them and be playing with them or something. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs)
2: Well, I think think that's what the majority. It's that feeling like, oh, it's this new thing, and I saw these people had it, and it was so cool looking. Just remember when Xbox and PlayStation came out with PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, and everyone was like, I "I want it so bad, and there was nothing to do on them. That's pretty much oculus right now it's like i want it so bad i mean to be honest, that's it, gear right
0: there. now like i'm gonna be yeah. honest like with gear there's like one or two games that are worth playing on that like eve gunjack is a really fun it's a turret game but it's admittedly a very fun turret game and there's a couple there's a couple of horror games that aren't too bad outside of that i primarily use it to watch netflix when i want a big screen and my wife is sleeping so i can't <laughs> turn the projector and the sound system on in the bedroom so i'll put on the headset and the headphones and i can watch on what is fooling me into thinking is a big screen and it looks good enough and it's comfortable enough to do it but that's 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 mostly the role of it right now eventually you know i i really think that vr actually when it comes to gaming i don't think that's going to be the thing that gets it in the mainstream i think it's going to be other stuff i think it's going to be virtual concert tickets i think it's going to be virtual sports events that's what's going to make vr sell i I said it before after experiencing the two minute clip of uh Uh, They did um, SummerSlam, the WWE. They did a two-minute clip of SummerSlam. You were in the fucking crowd. I would pay through the nose for that if I couldn't go to the pay-per-view. I'd pay for every pay-per-view in VR and watch it that way because it was so fucking immersive because the sound is all around you. You can look around and see the guy behind you waving his fucking sign. You can focus on one particular area all the time. You don't have to deal with WWE shitty camera work. It's perfect. (laughs) Do you Mm -hmm. think, and this is just, I imagine the WWE would
2: do this, do you think that they would put then... If the experience was you're in the audience and it was a live experience, they would put staged actors around you to be really excited about, like... Yeah. Oh, my God! Yeah, would, they probably be, would. I'd they be absolutely would. Experience, I'd I would love I'd love the experience of you go to a concert and it's just, like, everyone around you is paid to be in that location.
0: That would yeah. be great! Dude, and Dude that just actually reminds me... Yeah.
3: I was just playing Guitar Hero Live. Did any of you guys play that? Mm-mm. Not yet. So... I'm a a rock band girl. I really like rock band, but I I thought I'd give Guitar Hero Live a try because there's a lot of different things, different controller, different aesthetic. And it's like very much VR without VR because it's actual people filmed from an actual like eye view camera yeah. so right. when you're playing you feel like you're actually you know on stage and you look to your right and there's your bandmate and when you're doing poorly the singer will come up to you and be like dude get with it and, like try yeah. to help you get in rhythm and stuff yeah and so and I I was thinking about that in the sense of VR when I I got to like the boss concert you know and it was like this huge stadium full of people and I actually got like this stage fright feeling for a second I was like oh because if I played that in VR and you could look around the whole stage how and you know that they're doing that it in be-
0: VR, right? They announced that.
3: Did they? I didn't yep. know that. Yep.
0: I think it was Rock Band that announced it possibly, but I, I can't remember if it was Rock Band or Guitar Hero, but yeah, they're doing a VR version of it. And I mean, I would probably play that. I'm just very scared I'll fall over. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'm rocking out on my plastic guitar and then I just face plant in- <laughs> Because you the do lose.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is a, it's a very <laughs> shameful experience. But the point of bringing all that up when we're talking about news and what you were saying, Jesse, about being at a concert was I could see backstage passes being a thing. Where like you, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. in the VR get to like stand on stage with yes. Taylor Swift or and whatever. And you can totally you know?
0: do that. That's the oh, thing. Yeah. You know, you set once you set the camera up because it it's basically three sixty. They don't have to do anything with it. You can look, mm-hmm. you know, the camera work, it becomes entirely your fault at that point. Yeah. You know, if you're looking at the wrong thing, that's your own bloody fault. So you, you, if you if they invest in the tech, they're also going to have to figure out how to stream it. Because yeah. streaming 360 video is going to take a lot of bandwidth. So mm-hmm. they're, they're going to have to figure that, that one out. Obviously, downloading a 360 video is doable, but they're very large files as well. Once they figure out the streaming aspect of it and get it working properly, I think virtual concerts, virtual sporting events will be a huge draw for VR. And games, as much as I love them, will probably not be the thing that pushes people to use it. I'm but really
3: excited to play Guitar Hero Live in VR now. Oh, I didn't know that was coming out.
0: Yes, it is. Yeah, that's going to be very interesting. So but... just
3: give me my HTC Vive and I'll just... Yep.
0: I mean, I'll be I'll be buying both the headsets because I I do want to know which one is better. You know, ultimately it's yeah I, I have no loyalty to any of these brands. I I want to see what the better one is, and I don't I'm not so interested in the room experience mainly because I'd probably be using my headset mostly in my office, and I have no space. I'll run into something. It's not going to happen, uh, but it seems like you'd have to have a specialized setup in a room and obviously not a lot of people can really do that they don't necessarily have a spare room that they could turn into a vr room you can uh portion of part of a room because i've been told that the room experience doesn't have to be that big it's not actually it doesn't take over your whole house or anything but it's still it's setting that up is very impractical you know
3: Yeah, I mean, at least the equipment seems like it's going to be pretty doable. It doesn't seem like you have to really build something into your house. It's just these sensors. But then you do have to have enough space to walk around to make it worth walking around. There also has to be
0: a PC in that room, which is a bit of a problem. I mean, I imagine they'll probably integrate it into Steam Link in some way Mm. so that you can stream it out. But the thing is Steam Link is limited to 60 frames per second. And uh, that uh, Vive and Oculus run at 90. So I don't know if that would even Mm. work, you know. So it's a, it's a tricky concept. That, uh, that's going to be even more niche, I think, honestly.
3: Mm-hmm. But I want it so bad.
0: <laughs> y- yeah, I'm, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm still on the bandwagon for VR. You know, what I've experienced of VR so far seems like it won't be great for every game, but I think it's a supplement. It's a supplement like a racing wheel as a supplement or my fight stick. Yeah. I don't use my fight stick for everything, but the stuff that I do use it for makes that game a lot better. And I think the the Oculus is very similar in that respect. You know, I'll be playing games where you're in a cockpit, you know, whether it be a racing game Mm -hmm. or a space game or a flight simulator or something like that. I probably won't be playing third-person shooters in it because that doesn't make any (laughs) sense. I think um, there's a game called uh, Lucky's Tale, which is coming out for VR, which I think it's actually bundled with the Oculus. And it's a third-person platformer. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why is this in VR, and how can I possibly benefit from it with that camera angle? I mean, isn't the point of VR immersion supposed to be that you are looking from a first-person perspective? I don't
4: understand. I mean,
3: I guess it could be cool to, like, look around the whole world and follow your little character around. Because it's the same concept that we were talking about, like, can I be an animal? Cool. But I, I see what you're saying. The argument's valid.
0: It's just very odd. It doesn't seem like it takes advantage of what the <clears throat> VR can do. Yeah. It's lo- I mean, it, it looks like the character's kind of looking at you, but it's still, it's just a, th- a third-person platform, a kind of Mar- Super Mario 64 style. And I just yeah. don't see how that extra camera angle would help you in any way. The um, E-Valkyrie, which was the other game, it makes it a huge amount of sense, eminently more sense, because it's a space fighter game. Of course that would work. You're in a cockpit, a stationary cockpit, in a moving vehicle. It's perfect for VR. This, this is not.
3: Although I wonder, because I've been told that the reason I get motion sick when I'm playing Oculus, like with controllers, is that I'm moving my body out of sync with how I'm moving my head yes. and my inner ear gets confused. So if I were moving another character and my head is just me looking at the character, I wonder if that would help with motion sickness.
0: You're probably right. It would. Uh, I I think obviously you wouldn't get the same immersion, but maybe there's still value to it almost in the way that this kind of you know, VR and uh, no, 3D doesn't give you that amazing sense of immersion, but I still don't hate watching 3D movies. You know, there's still a nice little sense of depth. It's on a good screen that isn't too dim. I like watching 3D movies. I wouldn't go out of my way to do it, but they're mm-hmm. okay. I wonder mm-hmm. if that's what the secondary use of VR is. It's like it enhances it a bit. You know, mm. makes it makes mm-hmm. it a little makes it pop a little bit more. You know, so you mm-hmm. can you can use that if you wish.
3: Mm. Makes sense. Yeah,
0: I guess so, but. I, again, I don't have any problem with the price. I think it's, for what it is, as you said, it's early adopter tech. It's going to be expensive. It's a lot of, it's cutting edge hardware and eventually it will be cheaper. And if you don't want to buy in now, I recommend that you don't. You know, if you don't have $600 lying around that you can afford to waste on something that you don't know will even work, then don't pre-order it. <laughs> yes. It's a lot of money. Don't do it. Chill, Come on. Guys. yeah, Just chill out. Wait, you know, let the point of the early adopters is <clears> we'll <throat> test this shit for you, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let us let us handle that, and then when it's reasonably priced and it has enough good games and experiences on it, then get it. Totally. Uh, I don't think VR is going away. This it's going to be a thing for the next few years, whether you fucking like it or not. So just just wait it out and see what how it plays out. Cool. Uh, Let's move on to Sony. (laughs) Yay, 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 yay. Sony are idiots will be the (laughs) discussion topic of this one. So the controversy surrounding this is that Sony decided it would try and trademark the term let's play.
1: So dumb.
0: That did not go down well. (laughs) Not at all. Not with a lot of people. And it was announced today that the trademark was rejected. What? On...
3: What a I'm surprise. Shocked.
0: Yeah. Weirdly enough, it was rejected on the basis that there is a company called Let's Play with a Z instead of an S uh, that already exists Great. and that there would be far, far too many confusions. The thing is that people have now argued that that's the only reason that it got stopped. The thing is that trademark law doesn't kind of really work like that. It goes through several stages of checking, and that's probably yeah. like they, they fell at the first hurdle by the looks of it. Mm. Even if they got past that, the guy would probably turn around and say, no, this, is, this term has been around for way too long. You haven't even proven use of it, and, what it, and it's going to be way too confusing for people because let's play as a generic term now. It's, it's why you can't trademark cola because cola is a generic term, but mm-hmm. you can trademark Coca-Cola. Because that's a brand, right. so it. I just. I don't even know why they tried. I mean, what's the logic? They don't even have any history of doing this.
1: It, 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 I mean, it's. I guess it depends on what they, how they wanted to utilize it, right? Like what? You think like an
2: advertising campaign or something, so like that.
0: Well, yeah. Like, yeah, like PlayStation Four, let's play or whatever. Yeah. The thing is that. When they they applied for the trademark, they had to give the specific usage parameters, and it did not include that. It actually specifically referenced streaming video games with commentary. Seriously? Uh, Yep, specifically. If you actually go to the trademark page, you will find that. So they were absolutely trying to do that.
2: Do you think that they were... I mean, they, they... This could have been, like, an E3 2016, like, please use our streaming service that's in our in our thing. Like, that was going to be their pitch for for their, like, big, like, all of our games now when you stream them online. They could have done that. Look, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt here.
0: <laughs> it, it, I don't know I why you would, sound... that's Sony.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Sony ain't done nothing for me. But I'm giving them the benefit here because it's so ridiculous that you you have to imagine... Like somewhere they had good intentions. Somewhere like you, they can't. They can't. I don't imagine them sitting around a boardroom being like, "How can we piss off the internet today?" No, no, no,
1: no. Yeah, I don't imagine that. I just don't. That's what I want it to be, though. That's how I want to imagine them.
3: <laughs> They're just in a dark, sinister room. Yeah! Like what? What shall we do today? <laughs>
2: I like that. Why? That is how we imagine the. I assume very Asian board of directors.
3: Yes! What are we doing today? Yes!
0: <laughs> that is that is how they sound. That's that's a fact now. That's on the internet. You can't take it back.
3: I really these are those things where I just really wish there was some recording I could watch of that, that meeting where someone was like, you know what we should do? We should trademark Let's play, and people were like, "Oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah. that sounds." Let's write it on the whiteboard, okay? Let, let's take some action items. Like, who, yeah. where did that start? I want to see it happen.
0: I want to, I want to, I want to find out what kind of synergy, corporate synergy, that we could gain from this. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you could, um, you know, just slip me a little note at some point. Just tell, tell me how that's going to be. Right. Let's uh, let's work together. Let's put our heads together on this.
2: But what is your theory here? That they were trying to copyright let's play in order to shut down let's plays was that like no
0: that would be that i don't think they would do that that is is that's corporate suicide not to mention they wouldn't win like it's i'm saying like what was the purpose like like, that's why i don't don't i don't understand i don't i have no theories i don't even have a theory on this because it makes no sense like
2: yes now we'll destroy the internet i don't (laughs) think that's a thing so i have to imagine they had a good like they thought it was good reason but it's just stupid of them to do this I just don't know what that could be. Like, I, 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 what? What could that be, that reason?
3: That's what I mean. I don't even mean that I think it was a nefarious attempt. I just, that's why I would like to see that meeting because I want to know how this result came about from whatever purpose that I don't was. know.
0: I I can't, I can't even speculate as to why they would even try it.
3: Well, and then if they had gotten it, like you're saying, Jesse, it's not like they would go out and be like, all right, now all of the Let's Play videos on the internet belong to us. Like, Well, I mean, that it's, so it wouldn't
0: work. That's that, yeah. that flat out would not work. They'd get their ass kicked in court even attempting that. It's So there it's has to be a nonsense. reason, right?
2: There has to be a yeah. reason. A corporate company, we're trying to clearly use this term, reason. And the best I can think of is like a promotional thing. At some point, they're going to be like, let's all play together. But as TB said, it... Clearly they wasn't were very
0: specific that. about what they meant. And the thing is, this is the thing with trademarks: you have to be specific. It's possible right. for companies and products to be named the same thing as long as they're not confusing the customer. The whole point of the trademark is to protect the brand and its uniqueness, but also protect the consumers from being confused by rival brands. And that you know, let's say, for just throwing this out there for some, some being completely ridiculous. Uh, my new car is called Let's Play. That's my new brand of car. And I could probably, in the context of it being a car, trademark that. This is the Toyota Let's Play. And. So, my soft drink? The the Jesse Cox Let's Play? The Jesse Cox Let's Play soft drink. Yeah, you could do that. Absolutely. (laughs) That's why there are. A creepy name for a soft drink.
2: Let's Play. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, so you can totally do that. I mean, sometimes, of course, those brands come into conflict, but generally, it's the decision comes down to would this confuse your regular consumer? If no, it's fine. If yes, one of you got to fucking change it, basically. So I don't know what the hell Sony were attempt- attempting to do there. I'm just very glad that so far they haven't been able to do it. They have until July to appeal it, they'd better bloody not. And if they do, they bloody well better explain themselves. What are you trying to do here? You don't have any rights to this term. This term is clearly generic. Even uh, Rooster Teeth and Achievement Hunter don't have rights to this term. That term was generic before they even create created their Let's Play channel. You know?
4: Yeah.
0: I think Slow Beef will have a lot to say about this. You know, The literal inventor of the Let's Play term who has been on our podcast before would probably be pretty pissy if Sony says, we own this. It's like, uh, yeah. no, you don't. And you had nothing to do with it. You have no past use rights. There's no way. Yeah, you have so to be don't.
3: right, Jesse. It has to be some sort of streamer product, like streaming product that they're yeah, going to try to tie into their that's online possible, presence. Yeah, yeah. As a man
2: who has watched many hours of the PlayStation Four streaming service, <laughs> it is. It, it needs. It needs promotion.
0: It needs to be fixed. So. Yeah. Basically, unless you're playing Destiny or Black Ops 3, nobody watches you. That's my experience oh, on Twitch. Oh, no,
2: that's not the case at all. The people who get watched are the people who just use the PlayStation 4, like, oh, so camera. The,
0: oh, yeah, but yeah. that's not on and Twitch, so I don't know shit. anything about that.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh, it's just on PlayStation. And it is some, guys, so it's some weird. weird shit. It's weird shit, man. It's super. Like if what? If you, are, if you are drunk with friends at 3 a.m., turn on your PlayStation 4 and watch the camera. Just like the camera footage. I've seen everything. I've seen everything on there. I've seen everything from, uh, ki- like, 14-year-old kids get super high in, like, a dude's basement to, like, an old lady strip to, like, <laughs> a dude throw a party, but it's so loud. Like, you can't hear it. It's all, like, in the background, but it's, like, a party, just a party, and you're watching because there's weird people at the party. Like, any- it's the Wild West. It- anything goes, and it's crazy crazy
0: it's public access television going wild by the sounds of it, it
4: yeah
2: oh yeah that sounds awesome it's, it's pretty great, great. <laughs>
0: it's
2: Weird great. World. grab a few drinks with some friends and sit there and watch it and be like why are we doing this and no one has an answer and no one cares because it's entertaining as hell <laughs> surely it's
0: someone like has chat actually
1: roulette, but with even less interaction yeah you don't
0: oh, interact yeah. with them really um uh, there's got to be a youtube series of people sitting down watching those and providing reactions to it surely well that's
2: that's what we said we wanted to do. We wanted to do a show. Why of us haven't you just done that watching. yet? Because <laughs> I, I, was like the legal implications. The, yeah, the legal of us implications of like, showing
0: people in their houses. Yeah, that's probably true.
2: And because it's so wild and things happen, like there was one. I think the, the very first time we ever turned it on, the number one stream, the number one stream in all of the PlayStation videos had like a thousand views, and it was of a three guys and a girl in a basement doing like bong tornadoes. Like blowing smoke into tornadoes. And then the girl was like kept trying to strip in front of the camera, and her boyfriend was like, Stop it! She's like, <laughs> They wanna see, and he's like, Stop it! That was legit the first time I watched this. It was like I found I found my love. I love this thing.
4: This is so, so great.
2: I love watching train wrecks. I just can't, I can't look away. I need I love it.
4: Mm.
0: Oh my. All right. There's uh, one more news article I'd like to tackle. Just uh, quickly. This is actually a fairly recent announcement. It is announcement today. So you might be aware of something called EA Access, which has been on Xbox One for quite some time, which is a monthly subscription service, which gives you access to a library of games while you're subscribed to it, as well as pre-release trials of games and a bit of a discount on those games. They are now releasing this on PC and it's going to be called Origin Access. Same deal. Five bucks a month gets you access to the EA Vault, which has a number of games in it. Uh, launch titles include Dragon Age Inquisition, Battlefield Hardline, so someone might actually play that game now, The Sims 3, <coughs> FIFA 15, SimCity. Oh, God, that's a that's not a plus. And they uh. will be given pre-release access trials of new games, and you'll get 10% off. The first trial is going to be Unravel, which we have seen <gasps> you know, really? that, that thing. Yeah, you'll be able to play some of Unravel early i might do
3: that for real then they'll
0: have access for five days before it's released uh to the world and you get 10 percent off what do you reckon about these kind of game subscription services obviously you know it reaching pc is not a new idea there were there have been services third-party services that have done this on pc in the past they're just not i mean most of them aren't around anymore there's a couple um what was it called uh I was almost about to say it was called Ebola, and I know that that was not true.
1: (laughs) Yes. Uh, Let's uh, talk about Ebola.
0: Ebola, yeah. Secret Ebola. Uh, It it was called Metaboli. That's why I got confused. Metaboli? I think that still exists. It's mostly a... I used to... When I was at university, I subscribed to Metaboli because I couldn't afford games. And Metaboli was like, hey, pay us £7 a month, and you get access to our whole library, and you can just download every game that we have in our library and just play it and it's a games on demand service basically so you know what what do you reckon about services like this like uh are you good with it you're not good with it
1: i mean as long as they work i don't know Like, i feel like the big issue that always comes up is that it there's something about how it's created and how it works that's just borked like if it's and if you're playing it cloud wise then there's yeah. going to be extreme lag thankfully right? this is
0: not a cloud service
1: yeah and it's i don't know like
0: but it is ea so
1: it's ea so it's gonna be fucked up i'm just <laughs> saying like i don't I mean, know
0: i know you guys are salty about dead space three years ago and you're still gonna hold a grudge till the end of time but origin, forever origin lately has been fine like it's it's fine it's a decent client it does what it's supposed to do it's, I mean, hell, it's had better, it's had much better security than Steam has for a while, and its customer service is a lot better than Valve too. I don't hate, I, you know, I hate Uplay. Uplay does not anything, but Origin's a decent client. I'm okay with I it. That you were just
1: gonna leave it at, I hate you. I hate <laughs> you, Dodger, for
0: saying this. I, for some so reason, they, love Origin so much games, that I find this offensive.
2: Have they said what games are gonna be on there in the future? Because right now it's like you said, Dragon Age, Battlefield Hardline, The Sims Three, FIFA Fifteen. I mean, if
0: you track what's been happening with EA Access, which has been out for like a year and a half, um, you can kind of see the lifespan of their titles there. Um, I'm just trying to bring up a list of the stuff that's been on it. Yeah, so currently in the vault, it's got Battlefield 4, FIFA 14, Peggle 2, Need for Speed Rivals, Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare, UFC, NBA Live, Madden, NHL, FIFA 15, Titanfall, Dragon Age Inquisition of Battlefield Hardline. And that's what they released over the course of a year and a half. Essentially.
2: I mean, if there if, if 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 this was something that I don't I don't know, man. There's gotta be. Like, I think because the reason why something like PlayStation Plus works so well is because there's so many games that like, you get free you get free games,
0: right? If you subscribe to this thing. Well, I mean, it's the same is, with this, too.
2: But it's... But there's so... I mean, it's only EA titles. And so if you look in the future... They said
0: selected third-party titles will be included, depending on what deals they get. Like, the thing is that though. right now there aren't any. Like, in yeah, the list, like, these are all EA-published games.
2: I mean, if they... The best I can expect from them, like imagine if you're like, oh, if I sign up for this, am I going to get Mirror's Edge for free? No, of course you won't. So, the like when the new one comes out, what do you? What is the point of signing up for this? What do you get? Well, you get ten.
0: You get ten percent off the purchase of it. So, if you're buying a sixty dollar game, you're saving six bucks, and it's five bucks a month. So, if you're regularly buying EA games, it seems like this is a good deal for you anyway. That's
3: that's the clincher for me. Is like the price is good enough that I'm interested because it's a very a low month,
0: monthly price. Yeah. It's five dollars is not a lot.
3: If it were like even eight or nine dollars, I'd be like, nah. But five dollars is enough that it's like, okay, compared to how much I'll probably spend on EA games in the next little while, like how many months does if I pay for this for how many months does it equal out? You know, that kind of yeah. thing. So I feel like I would I would partake for that price right now but I agree with you Jesse that when you think about what's successful like Hulu Netflix that kind of model it's not like all of the ABC shows and then all of the Fox shows and then all of you know because those those services exist but nobody cares because they want one where all of them are available so I would predict that in the far future we would have like Netflix games, and that's what I'll pay for. You know what I yeah. mean, right? Yeah. This
2: seems like a thing that I would say, just like with the Oculus. Wait, there's wait no reason. See, to get yeah, this wait out. and see how it goes.
0: No uh, as someone mentioned in chat, that apparently this war of mine will be available on that, which is not an EA game. I don't uh-huh. know what their source for that is because I haven't found that anywhere. But if they do get third parties on there, then yeah, that sounds it. it you know, it is a pretty cheap sub ultimately. And it seems like it would be hard not to get value out of it. You know, if you're at least playing one of the games from the vault that would have cost you maybe 30 bucks, 40 bucks, otherwise, you know, that's, it's $60 a year, which is the price of one boxed game. I guess these are
2: games you haven't played before.
0: Yeah. This is an incredibly good deal. Yes, of course. Jump on this. Absolutely.
2: Play these games. And by the time you've finished some of these games, new things will be out. And so, yeah, that makes perfect sense
4: yeah
3: Yeah. Uh, like just to get early access to unravel I would play I would pay for a couple months you know at least and then you can always cancel it so it's like oh yeah okay yeah. I'll, I'll pay 10 bucks to have early access to unravel
0: yeah you know. uh, yeah I'm just looking at it someone uh, the the vault is now I think available uh, so uh, this war of mine is on the list dead space uh, actually all the dead space games are on the list all of the dragon Age games are on the list uh battlefield 4 is on the list as is hardline battlefield 3 is there. And SimCity, obviously, which is terrible, Garden Warfare, Need for Speed Rivals, and The Sims 3, by the looks of it. Which is not a bad selection of games. I mean, obviously, the thing is, I own or have played all of these that I'm interested in playing. So, And honestly, for five bucks, you can play all of
2: those in a month, truth be yeah. told.
0: Mm-hmm. That's, a good, that's a good $5 a yeah. month right there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a minimum contract term for this. I don't know how long you have to actually sub. I'm, I'm just going to try and find out now. What I will say is that, and this is kind of weird, it's changed the way that some console games have been reviewed. Because, strangely enough, with EA Access, it's possible to review a game before the review embargo is done.
4: Mm.
0: And it's mm-hmm. actually caused a lot of, uh, con- of reviewers on console platforms to stop taking review copies, because this is better. Like, you get it quicker. You can get your, like, for a first impression, mm. you know, if I got... Access to unravel five days early, and then the, um, but the review embargo on Unravel is one day before, I can get my first impression out without doing anything untoward, by the way, earlier than the reviewers can. I mean so I mean for me, this is a must buy for that very reason, just to get earlier access to these games. It's kind of crazy, really, when you think about it.
3: -hmm That makes but, sense?
0: Well yeah, a lot of these are trials, and the thing is that your progress carries over to the main game which is really oh. cool. So if they have a limited trial and the trial ends, you can jump right back in where you were when the game comes out, which I think is a really neat idea. Like I honestly think it's a pretty good service. Like it offers a lot for a little. And apparently you can cancel at any time. So I'm like, obviously you don't you lose your content if you do it, but it's I like that
2: the progress good. you make carries over.
0: Yeah. If you buy the game. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So sort I of like that. Uh, there was one final thing, actually, I wanted to mention that JP brought up, which is Amazon Prime is... Oh, yeah. Oh, this, this is actually ridiculous. So Amazon Prime, I don't know if this is anywhere else other than the US right now, is offering 20% off all new games for Amazon Prime members, all of them. And that's going to be through the entirety of this year, and it's valid up until two weeks after release. So it's not just you do, it's not just for people that pre-order. It's fantastic. So like, I'm like, what? I mean, you know, if you're a Prime member, which is like, what, $100 a year? This is an Something incredible like that, deal. Yeah. That's an insane deal.
3: Well, and it makes sense that they would do that because of how, how digital game releases are getting. Like, they probably are not selling as many video games as they want to be selling, and this mm-hmm. probably still works out as a positive for them.
0: It, it probably does. You know, even if they're making no money at all, the point is they're getting people onto the Amazon store. Mm-hmm. so apparently it's in the US only right at the moment but to me it's like well I, because I ju- I'm not a console reviewer I mean i may mean, not a reviewer at all but I, I don't really do console stuff I buy my console games so I'm like oh well why would I not bu- I already buy them from Amazon anyway so mm-hmm. I'm like okay I'm saving 20% if if this was only on pre-order stuff, I'd still say, eh, ah, eh, ah, eh, ah, but it's not. <laughs> Up until two weeks after launch is ridiculously generous. You know, you mm-hmm. can wait until the reviews come out, you can find everything, and then just buy the thing, get 20% off it. Why the hell wouldn't you if you were a Prime member?
1: Sam and I just bought Overwatch.
2: I yeah? bought Overwatch Collector's Edition
1: on Amazon, too.
0: And saved money go. on it. That's yeah.
1: Collector's edition is a hundred bucks right now.
0: Yeah, because you know you, you you'll get a friend. saving. Like if you know you're gonna get that game for you know for streaming or whatever. That's why the fuck wouldn't you do this? And mm. I wonder if that's a. I mean that's a pretty aggressive move even against Steam because Amazon does sell PC games. You know if you are. I mean I'd say if you are waiting to wait for delivery, but if I mean I suppose if you pre ordered it, it gets there on release day. Not that you should pre-order video games, mm-hmm. but it's <laughs> if you're willing to be a little bit patient, you're gonna save money and. Steam for new games, anyway, does not give that level of discount. Usually, for a new game, it's 10% at most.
3: Prime is so fast, too. I mean, it is. I don't know if it's just my area cuz I'm I'm in San Francisco, but if I order something, even if I get just normal 2-day shipping, it'll sometimes arrive the same day. It's fast.
0: That's a very San Francisco thing. Trust me in North Carolina it does not. But that <laughs> that set of screwdrivers that I just picked up, I ordered that yesterday morning, you know. Yeah. So Well, and
3: now there's Prime now. Have you guys used this? It's like where, Uber where it Amazon.
0: Yeah, where they literally just Uber the thing to yeah. you basically. Yes. Yeah.
3: I'll I was like, not. I would like to have an external hard drive right this second. And they were like, okay. And they brought me an external hard drive.
1: I still haven't used it, but... I just don't like that it requires you
2: have an app on your phone. That's the only reason why I don't use it. <laughs> I'm just
1: like, I think I that's I don't... dumb too. I totally yeah. agree with that.
2: If it, was, if it was on your computer, that shit would happen all the time. But for some <laughs> reason, the fact that I have to scroll through an app to find what I'm looking for, I'm like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> I'd rather just type it in.
0: Yep, so... Just wanted to let people know about that because that's kind of insane and ridiculous and I wonder if that's going to light a fire under Steam's arse, although according to numbers this Steam sale has been their most successful ever so that's probably (laughs) not going to I don't think they're too worried (laughs) They're doing pretty well and that's hilarious because I saw so many complaints on forums that the new Steam sale isn't fun anymore (laughs) <laughs> because because they changed the daily deals and flash sales thing, they made it you know a convenient regular sale where you could just buy things at a proper price. Apparently that's not It's not, sale not entertainment
3: fun. anymore, John. Oh god,
0: man, how will I be entertained with all of these video games here? Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, like, I, I I know I find that really weird and cult like. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I, it 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 scares the shit out of me like it, it demonstrated that valve's marketing over the past few years to people has been really effective that they actually got people to be upset that they made a more sensible sale with less <laughs> bullshit cuz people are like oh but i was so excited to see the new deals every day what you're excited to see new things you could buy every come on it's like you know you you, getting all the prices up front and knowing that a price is not going to change is much more convenient than the flash sale bullshit it's like damn i wasn't awake at 3 a.m guess i missed that sale fuck that that's a terrible idea it was always a terrible idea i'm glad they got rid of it (laughs) nonsense I right. nonsense i oh, just wow. it just you know that consumers are like that are kind of their own worst enemy like they'll buy and defend literally anything and it's like oh god please stop you know just be sensible apply some common sense come on <laughs> they are video games <laughs> <laughs> uh. true all right you guys uh, want to do releases yeah quick round of releases here we go cool Dodger. january
1: 12th today is Yay. big action mega fight
0: uh, I think that is a sort of side-scrolling brawler thing, if I recall correctly. Big, big, yeah, big action, mega fight. Yeah, five dollars. It is a classic single-player player brawler, basically with oh, kind of cool art style. Actually, looks like quite a bit of fun. Cool.
1: Uh, next is Gone Home for PS4. Oh,
0: well, we know what that is—the walking around the house simulator. It's, uh... <laughs>
1: uh, Tharsis, which Jesse told us yep. about earlier. Die New in York-
0: space, thanks to your yeah. dice rolls. There you go. Yeah.
1: New York Mysteries High Voltage.
0: New York so Hidden Object. Hidden Object Game, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh That Dragon Cancer.
0: <sighs> no.
2: I can't <laughs> even watch that trailer. It makes me so I, sad. I, 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 I saw a
0: screenshot it. before the end of the first segment, and it hit me right here. here. You know, it's like, oh, oh. I, I respect that they did it. You know, and those that don't know the story behind That Dragon Cancer is um it was a couple whose you know very, very very young child got uh cancer you know and he didn't survive unfortunately and they made a game basically as a memorial to the kid's life and it it's a very it's very sad incredibly sad it's i have a lot of respect for them making it i don't think i could ever play that that is too much way too much but if you can you should probably look into it and support it if you're okay with the emotional side of things cuz that that is a that's a hard thing to deal with.
3: There are ways to buy it, too, so that your purchase will go to cancer research charities, I think.
0: I believe that is true.
3: At least I know. I was looking at an article that says Razor Cortex will donate all its proceeds to cancer charities. So I don't know if others are doing that, too, but at least they are.
0: Right. Mm. Yeah.
1: Good to
0: know. Okay, moving on. Um,
1: next up is Philia, the sequel to Alanzer.
0: How the hell do you spell that?
1: Uh, P-H-I-L-I-A.
0: It is a mist-like point-and-click. It's a $4 mist-like point-and-click, apparently, about saving Elena's husband. So it's a sort of... uh, It actually does look quite a lot like mist. I mean, you know, which makes it looks like it was made in 1993. But it... (laughs) I was going to say, so it looks old? It looks old, yeah. It's it's very much a kind of uh, walk-around sort of mystery game. And that is a dog.
1: Look at that puppy! Uh, That is a dog. Next up, January 13th, we've got Energy Cycle.
0: energy Energy cycle is i I was hoping this would be a uh, motorcycle racing game but apparently apparently it is a puzzle game there's a giant cat in this game for no reason (gasps) perfect (laughs) yeah it's a puzzle it's some kind of energy balancing puzzle game and there's an evil cat involved i don't know why
1: great uh next up january 14th we've got love beat
0: love beat Hope that's not as violent as it sounds. It is a rhythm action game. It's a free rhythm action. Oh, it's a multiplayer free rhythm action game. Oh dear. Yep. Uh, all right. Yeah. It's some sort of massively multiplayer social rhythm action game thing. I totally.
2: With anime characters.
0: And you can dress up. It's got a uh, lots of uh, customization. So yeah. There, there is that. That is a thing. Right.
1: Next up is Zombie Wars Invasion.
0: Well, that sounds original.
1: <laughs> Probably a zombie game. It's a tower defense. defense
0: Do you like tower defense with zombies? This actually looks like a blatant art style. Looks very similar to Plants vs Zombies. Like it's skirting the line of copyright infringement here. So, yeah, uh, I'm sure you're gonna be really excited for that next.
1: Oh, there's that one, Pro Basketball Manager 2016.
0: I don't think we need to explain what sheets. that is. I'm
4: just like,
1: it's it like, is, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> That doesn't surprise me at all. Like, really, like, in-depth basketball management game. Yeah, that's uh, Mm -hmm. a lot lot of spreadsheets. Okay. Next.
1: Cool. Next up is Battle Pixels.
0: That applies to, like, every game, right? Yeah. uh, All uh, games are
1: Battle Pixels.
0: Yeah. Retro-style, isometric, multiplayer tank game. Next.
1: Nordenfelt. Is
2: apparently a naval gun because (laughs) that, that is what I found. (laughs) So <laughs> it is a, a vertical
0: scrolling steampunk shoot 'em up. It's all about dodging hails of bullets. Yeah, it's it looks it definitely looks like a kind of Japanese shooter, uh, but it actually is by a company called Black Golem, who I assume are not Japanese. I may be entirely mistaken though. Next,
1: uh, next up, January fifteenth, we've got Oxenfree, which looks awesome. What's that it's, all about? Um, it's a game. It's about a bunch of teenagers who are all friends that go to like this kind of abandoned island, and they oh. wind up solving kind of a ghost story on the island and it's got a really cool art style oh
0: yeah i like the art style that's that's really cool
1: i forgot about that one that looks really cool yeah Mm,
3: i'm really excited
0: for that one yeah it looks great all right next
1: Uh, next is echoes of etheria
0: i've heard something about this i'm trying to remember exactly what uh oh no never mind this is an rpg maker game it can't be what i was thinking of next
1: Okay, next is Dragon's Dogma: Dark
0: Horizon. Yep, Dark Horizon, which is 30 bucks, and of course includes all the uh, the content from the game that was, that came out on PlayStation 3 a few Perfect. years ago. But glad to see it on PC anyway. You know, better late than never. I always say. <laughs>
1: yeah. Next, next up is Proto Shift.
0: Predo, right? Just making sure pro- it's pro- Proto. Proto-, Proto Shift and not something else that. It is
2: a Proto-shift. fast-paced, based arcade game filled with challenge.
3: Ah, filled with challenge, you say? I it's, heard you like challenge, so I put some challenge in your challenge. This thing looks like <laughs>
0: fucking Flappy Bird. Ha! <laughs> with a well, box. Looks Next, then. F- screw that. Next Next
1: game is called Herding Dog.
0: I mean, I assume it's about herding Aww. things.
1: I assume.
0: It is a wolf-eat-pig world out there for farmers. Play as your trusty farm canine and unlock your inner guard dog as you jump and bark to keep your farm safe from predators. <laughs> Aww
1: um great next game is called super Ubi island remix here's the thing this don't look bad
2: it, it's it's a platformer but it kind of has that sort of uh i don't know what kind
0: of vibe this is it doesn't look bad at all it's on wii u now too apparently uh, it gives me a little bit of a meat boy vibe uh yeah, but it, but it yeah, looks more like style. a behemoth game you know the alien hominids kind of castle crashes a bit ish art style I mean, it's a platformer, so hey, you know there's five thousand of them, but it doesn't look too bad for a platformer. No. Cool,
1: not not bad. Nice. Well, next up is Super, intergalactic gang. Uh,
0: super, super inter-galactic.
1: intergalactic gang.
4: Super intergalactic gang. A classic
0: wave-based shoot 'em up with a new twist, apparently. Slow time to dodge bullets—that is not a new twist at all. Although you can, <laughs> although you can punch your enemies to death, apparently. So there's that. <laughs>
1: Phew. Uh, (laughs) Next up is Soul Zero Mars Colonization.
0: It is a Mars
2: colonization game where you build the first human colony on Mars.
1: Great. Next. And January 16th, Chef Solitaire USA. USA. (laughs) USA. Chef Solitaire? Chef Solitaire. That's an oddly
0: specific combination. Why USA after all of that?
1: (laughs) I just, if only I knew
0: it is a enjoy solitaire to your heart's content while bringing your hamburger baking skills to perfection yeah that was exactly what i'm looking for from games what it's a it's a weird combination of like mini games and solitaire and baking i
3: nice don't
0: exactly understand nice. why but it is that is a thing next mm-hmm. that's it Great. Cool. Uh, That is the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for watching, but before we go, we'd love to tell you where you can find our stuff over the next few weeks. So, Anna, tell us a little bit about what you are doing over the next few weeks and where we can go to watch you.
3: Well, tonight at 6 p.m. Pacific, so in three hours or so, I'm going to be on Misclicks D&D, and we're doing a one-off Dungeons & Dragons show tonight. We normally have a campaign that goes every Tuesday, but um, we have some missing members this week, so we're doing a mermaid adventure. Okay. Um, hey, cool. So, And Silent Osiris is going to be joining us, uh, and it should be really fun. So you can tune into that on MissClicks, which is M-I-S-S-C-L-I-K-S. And that's actually where I'm most often on Twitch. It's our community, livestream community and online community that's about um, uplifting gamers and, and trying to create more diverse gaming spaces. So mm-hmm. we have a lot of fun there. Um and then also on Thursday, I'll be on Misclicks for Eye on the Storm, which is our Heroes of the Storm talk show that's going to be covering Heroes Rising, the event that just happened, and kind of the new rosters and, and all of that fun stuff. I think we're going to have someone from Bob Ross Fan Club, which is kind of the super team that won Heroes Rising.
0: Yeah, I heard Jesse was talking a lot about that in his recent vlog. I I yeah. yeah, I did talk about those guys. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Fantastic.
4: Um,
3: and then uh, I'll be on Twitch Weekly on Friday because I'm on Twitch Weekly every week now. And other than that, uh, I'll post everything on Twitter. So that and that's the best place to find me is at Anna Prosser on Twitter.
0: There you go. Wonderful, Dodger. What's coming up for you this week?
1: Um, just started uploading uh, the Until Dawn stream. So if you want to watch us murder teenagers, it was good, good stuff. Uh, it was a that's...
0: very fun stream that I enjoyed watching <laughs> greatly, and I would highly recommend it.
1: <laughs> I'm glad. Thanks. Yeah, it was on YouTube.com. You so I'm to continue. At it,
0: by the way, I know. Just oh, I know. Awful.
1: Um, you can also find me on twitch.tv slash dexterity bonus. I'm actually going to do a stream right after this. So if you want to watch that, feel free. Um, we're going to be trying to finish up the Heaven Sword storyline. My cousin and I are going to do it. So. Ah. And uh, other than that, on all the social medias, I'm at dexbonus, D E X B O N U S. And thanks for watching.
0: Awesome. Jesse. What are you bringing to the table? Oh my goodness. Nothing of importance. Uh, I mean, there's nothing... That's not unusual, but...
2: Yeah, no. Crendor has mono, so that (laughs) Let's Play's on hold. Yeah, he can't speak. uh, Every day I sit in my office and listen to Dodger make awful voices on her streams. (laughs) And uh, other than that, yeah, I mean, just... God God hopes January ends soon because this is a horrible (laughs) month for YouTube and I need to complete two RPGs that are taking forever to do. (laughs) Donations
0: and that lovely YouTube red that you have. Whatever. I got
2: nothing. I got nothing. I do the same crap I do every week, guys, so tune in.
0: It's great. Uh, this week, um, the, after this, after I've uh, maybe had something to eat, I'm going to do my port report of Dragon's Dogma, and the embargo for that, I believe, is Thursday morning, so you will be able to get information on the PC port before it comes out, unless, of course, you've already pre-ordered it, in which case, stop pre-ordering video games. Uh, otherwise, I, I have uh, chemo tomorrow, which is kind of going to suck. So that's going to take me out of action for a couple of days. But after that, I'll probably be doing my Warframe video. My Warframe revisited. I've put 70 hours into Warframe over the past couple of weeks. I'm, hard, I'm in hard on Warframe. So I'll be doing a video about that. I actually am ready to do my planet-based video. I just haven't got around to doing it yet. So there'll be a video of that, which is the colony management game. And, of course, after that, eventually there will be some Dragon's uh, Dogma. Next week, we're going to be having Idiotech on the show. So he's going to be joining us. And the week after that, we have a very special guest indeed. You are
2: so excited for this. I am kind of
0: thrilled that we managed to pull this off. And people are like, how did you manage this? It's like, well, I asked. You miss 100% (laughs) of the shots you don't take, is the advice I would give to everybody. On the 27th of uh, this wonderful month of January, we will be welcoming the one and only Xavier Woods, WWE superstar, to the show. He runs the gaming channel Up Up Down Down, where he often plays video games in the back with WWE wrestlers, as well as doing his own wonderful Let's Plays. And he's not as bad at Until Dawn as uh, Dodger is, so there is that. And he's also working on his PhD in educational psychology, so if you want to feel wow. really bad about how better someone is than you, then tune in to the 27th of January. Don't worry,
2: guys. I won't, I won't let the celebrity get to TB. I'll still do the same intro I did for Felicia Day, but for him oh instead.
0: Oh, God. You don't even watch <laughs> WWE. You have oh, no yeah. idea what he is or who he is. You're going to ruin everything. He's never going to come back. <laughs> I'll bring my own trumpet. It'll be great trombone damn it trombone whatever he doesn't play a trumpet it's a trombone
2: whatever uh, it
0: it will be very it will it's gonna be a show to watch i have no idea how this is gonna go <laughs> but we've got him for three hours and we're gonna try not to scare him off okay Jeez. folks thank you very much for watching the co-optional podcast as always we very much appreciate it if you missed any part of this show it is now available on the twitch rods right now but if you're not a subscriber you can't see that and you'll be able to check it out on my channel when it comes out on Thursday. If you've missed any of the Secret Hitler videos, they're up on my channel right now. Go and watch them. Five hours of wonderful Secret Hitler nonsense, and we will probably be doing more of that. I'll let you know on Twitter as to exactly what's going on with that. Thank you very much for watching the Corruptional Podcast. Special thanks, of course, to our guest Anna Prosser-Robinson for being a phenomenal special guest on the show today. And we're out. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Mm -hmm.